Tonight's episode of Banana Laser is brought to you by Sundown Sacks. Are you a mongoloid? Do you have facial deformities? Or are you just plain ugly? If you answered yes to any of those questions, odds are you may just have murderous rampages as well. Once again, if the answer to that question is yes, this is what we're here for. Help us help you. We're Sundown Sacks. Murder is never easy to commit, but when you use a sack, it helps out a little bit. It makes you a more charismatic killer. Your chances of getting caught decrease. You don't want to use a potato sack. Let's face it, they, they smell of spuds. You don't want to use an onion sack. They make you cry, and let's face it, if you look the way you do, you've probably already done your share of crying. Some people think pillow sacks work. Pillow sacks, number one, they're played out. Number two, they slip. The, some of them are transparent. It's just not something you want to do. This is where sundown sacks come in handy. We operate solely online, sundownsacks.com, and we have the one-eye or two-eye version, whatever it takes. We are 100% burlap. Satisfaction is guaranteed. We can even move one eye up an inch, down an inch, or whatever you need, you know, depending on your deformity, for a small fee per inch. So, once again, help us help you. Sundown sacks, sundownsacks. Sundown Sacks. Banana Laser and Sundown Sacks are not responsible for any crimes you may commit after your purchase. I don't want to scare anyone, but I'm going to give it to you straight about Banana Laser. Dave Z and Wazell never recovered from what producer Pete and Father Mahoney had done. You see, Mahoney hated them so much. He duped their friend Pete into helping him get those two locked away reviewing Saw movies for months. (laughs) Such madness. Some blame Jason Lloyd, but I think he just thought he would get the best out of them by doing what Pete suggested. It's hard to believe those two surviving down there, captured, watching the Saw series... Living off rats? And if you listen to the old-timers in town, they'll tell you banana lasers still out there. But not here. Not now. Father Mahoney, being who he is, you know, an extremely powerful group leader, somehow found a way to get rid of them. To send them to the future. I believe Banana Laser is out there, always searching, looking for answers, a way home, ready to kill, ready to devour, and thirsty for Mahoney's blood.
What's up, sackheads, and welcome to Banana Laser. My name is Mademoiselle, if you're nasty, and with me, as always, is the guy always willing to go skinny dipping, Dave Z. What the fuck is up, Dave Z? Ayo. Ayo. Get them pants off, boy. Let's get in that water. What? Kiki Kima. Couldn't even fucking. Kiki Kima, ma, ma, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Happy Friday the 13th. Skinny dip. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I wish we were back in that fucking day. 1984 fucking. Yeah. Yeah. But we're but, not. No, we're not. We're here. <laughs> we're here in the future, Dave. We're stuck 30 years in the future. We don't know why. Uh, we don't know, know how. Don't know how. <laughs> we don't know where. We don't know when. We don't know what. Uh, no, we'll seriously though. Here we are, in the future, recording a show for 2014 Friday. You know, June Friday the 13th. I, it's yeah. a little confusing, I think. You know, we're we're making it work. It's all right. We're coming back home soon. Speaking <laughs> of which, I've been working real hard on something, Dave. Right underneath this sheet here. Uh, you may have noticed I've been, you know, fucking around in the garage lately. There uh, we go. Yeah. Check yeah. this out, motherfucker. I've been slowly building a DeLorean time machine. You know I love Back to the Future, dude. I've fucking yeah. studied every nook and cranny of that movie. Check this out right here. Can you believe I found all this shit on eBay? Plutonium. Really? Flux capacitor. A DeLorean. Uh, Mr. Fusion. All of that, dude. We are gonna fucking get back to 2014 where we're supposed to be, dude. Seriously. We're very lucky that fucking our money was still fucking able to be used and that eBay was... uh, It's a different type of eBay, I guess. (laughs) It's future eBay. Yeah, it's eBay of the future. So so I knew that, uh, you know, the wizard over here was fucking up to something, something good. And yeah, I heard you playing that fucking... Back to the Future soundtrack a couple times, and I'm like, all right, well, he's got something going on here, and gotta get I, uh... back in time. <laughs> so I, at least, I got the sports almanac. I went out. It took me a while to find one, but yes. once again, yes. yeah, another. That's what I took from Back. We're to gonna the be future. rich. Yeah, we're gonna be rich. I always knew if I ever fucking time traveled that that was the first thing I'd be thinking to do. So I fucking finally got a hold of a sports almanac. So when we get back home. We will be rich, bitch. Yes. <laughs> if it worked for Biff Tannen, it can work for Banana Laser. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. But before, you know, we ship off and test this baby out, uh, we're going to do a great show. You know, it's Friday the 13th, so we're going to give out some awards for, you know, the franchise that we'd love. Uh, we're going to talk about some horror icons, uh, the greatest of all, uh, all time, the GOATs. The horror icons, we're going to maybe do a fan grab in there, too. So it should be a pretty good show all around. Oh, also, not only is it Friday the 13th, but it's the fifth year. and Today marks the fifth year anniversary of Horophilia.com. And Jason Loy, congratulations to him. Right on. Good job on that. Without his help, we would be, you know, just cum stains in our daddy's underwear. So... This is true. That doesn't really right. make sense. But in the, I, in, the po- in the podcast, the underwear. Right. Mm-hmm. Now that makes sense. Thank you, Dave, right. for clearing that up. That's right. Uh, that's why we make a great team. So, right um, yeah. So let's. What, what was that? Oh, hmm, just got an email. 
Holy shit, it's an email from fucking Mablomi, dude. I thought we were done with this guy. No, it's not. You're fucking with me. No, <laughs> seriously. Just came in right now. Should we just read it right now? Yeah, of course. What the fuck? We, we can't we can't hide at this point. Of course, we're not, we the listeners are here. Yeah, yeah fuck you're it. right. Okay, here yeah, we go. Let him, let's fucking answer. <clears throat> let's, let's see. See if wow. he, he wants to add some rules onto this or what, what the fuck's going on. All right. <laughs> shut us down. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I am now king of the internet. No, wait, that's not uh, Okay, here we go. Dear Matt and Dave, first of all, let me say that I'm sorry. Where are we? Sorry sack of shit, I'll say. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry about what I put you through. I'm sorry for tricking Pete and having him help me into getting to Jason Lloyd and to you guys. I'm sorry I had to ban you and your friends from my hundreds of Facebook pages. Awesome. <laughs> Those comnets just ain't nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is definitely, definitely my boy. That's him, huh? yeah. It even says comnets? Yeah, it does. Uh, I couldn't talk to you guys on Facebook because my admins would see. But the truth is, I know I'm wrong. Wow, no shit. Come on. Yeah, Wow. Uh, all the rules and all the strikes and all the bans just make me feel good because I can never be as cool as you guys. Well, that's... Yeah, no shit. True that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I dream about having a radio show about Friday the 13th, and I can't. So I have to pretend I'm friends with the people that are in these movies so that other people will like me. <laughs> that sounds about right. You fucking... I kind of already figured that out. Yeah, no okay. shit. Uh, Jesus Christ. The rules are just there to make the members be good and feel special, but they make me feel especially the most. What? <laughs> make them feel what? Especially? Okay, whatever. All right. Uh, rule number four about the handicap is just to make my wife happy. She... <laughs> Sorry. She is the only woman that has never let me... P- Wait a minute. She is the only woman that has ever let me put put my penis inside her. <laughs> oh my God, this guy's really opening up. And yeah. as long as I do what she wants me to do, she sometimes lets me put it in her on holidays and my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. wow. Sometimes. Girl. I like how you put sometimes. Right, right. <laughs> Not... What the fuck is this? Uh, tell Alex I when I saw his little thingamabob. <laughs> I when I saw his little thingamabob with Mark and Jason. I thought it was cute. I don't want you guys to keep coming on my pages and scaring campers because if I lose them, I will lose my wife too. Oh. She only stays with me because I get 25% 25% off Jimmy John's subs. Oh. And I'm an important man on Facebook. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I want to call a deal. Wow. I will leave you alone and deliver Pete to you if you will leave me and my groups alone too. Huh. Interesting. Thanks for reading and I hope you understand, Mahoney. Wow, I will deliver Pete to you. No shit. Producer Pete, that son of a bitch who who talked Jason Lloyd into getting us put into that fucking basement for, you know, what seemed like three months, but it was 30 Uh years. Fucking A, get back. Well, hold on, let me compose myself. I'd love to get my hands on Pete. I don't know about you. Yes, Uh, he got some explaining to do. 
<laughs> yeah, well, I'm probably not gonna give him a chance, but uh, uh, I, I wouldn't mind getting my hands on uh, Mahoney either. So uh, oh, why don't we get back? What time is it now? Uh, four twenty. Ah, uh, yes, of course it is. Yes, it's four twenty now. Uh, what do you say? We get back to him now and say drop by here at like six. Okay. We should probably right six sound about right. Yeah. We should be ready to go. Done recording the whole nine. Mm-hmm. Okay, so why don't you get back to them and uh, do you still have that laser gun or no? Oh fuck yeah, right here, dude. All right, well guess what? I'm fucking. Uh, I don't know about you and. Uh, it sounds like you're with me, but I'm fucking... Oh, I am at... Yeah, yes. So, yes, we're going to get these motherfuckers... All right. ...and fucking... ...and blast them with some potassium. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. Let's All right, do so let me yeah. send them an email right back right fucking now, and we'll get these fucking assholes. It's all right now, Dave. It's all over. Everything's over. Your folks are on their way up. Is anyone else alive? Are they all dead? Yes, sir. Two of my men pulled you out of that lake. We thought you were dead, too. Do you remember very much? The boy. Is he dead, too? Who? The boy, Wazell. Wazell? In the lake, the one who attacked me, the one who pulled me underneath the water. Sir, we didn't find any boy. But... Then he's still there. Alright, lasers, we're back. And we got another one of those handy-dandy lists from horror Dash movies.ca hey and this list is the greatest horror genre icons and it's the top you know 20 ish so and so we we did this on the show previously guys where it's just a good topic of conversation so we're going to run down some of these and see whether or not we agreed with with these uh canadian assholes oh i'm sorry Can I call them assholes? <laughs> <laughs> you and your health care Canada, oh <laughs> God! You're, uh... I'm drinking a Labatt Blue right now. Take it easy on him. Oh shit! Yeah, okay. I'm drinking Canadian beer as we speak. So just kidding, Canada. We love yeah. you. Hockey, yes. Uh, okay, <laughs> so let's get on with the list. Pulling yes. up in the rear, Anthony Hopkins. This is kind of weird because I mean, yeah, I guess he plays an iconic role. In the horror genre, but that's it's only that series of movies. It's like two well, I guess three movies, so but well not exactly, but yeah, that's the big ones. I mean he was in magic. What he else was he in do? that he was in the Dracula oh, movie. Never saw that. You oh yeah. That? Yeah, yeah. He was in yeah, the Dracula. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Magic? Nope. Oh you must. Oh I wow. don't I don't watch movies, Dave. Come on. No, none at all. <laughs> you gotta check out Magic. Fuck. Hmm. Check that one out. What else? The Wright. He's another one called The Wright. He was in that werewolf movie, right? The Wolfman. He was? However, none of those are really big parts. 
Wasn't yeah. he? Wasn't he in the, the, the Last Wolfman? Ah, you're right. Yeah, The Last Wolfman. That's what they should have called that. So, yeah, you know, here's the thing with Anthony Hopkins. The ones that were meaningful are obviously the Hannibal movies. I mean, mm-hmm. let's not kid ourselves. That's what it is. And and he's fucking fantastic in their role. And do I have a problem being with him being on the list? No. If Oh, no, absolutely not. not if Anthony Perkins is also on this list somewhere. Ooh. Because you're going to sit there. You know what I'm saying? You can't say Anthony Hopkins as Hannibal Lecter is going to be on the list. And Anthony Perkins as Norman Bates is not going to be on the list. If he's not on the list, um, I say bump Hopkins for fucking Perkins. That's that's just my opinion. I don't know. What do you think? I agree. I think his character in those movies is, is super iconic. It goes along with the you know title. Um, and I do classify those as horror movies. You know, Silence of the Lambs and Hannibal. And um, and the Red Dragon, I love the Red Dragon, but yeah, so no, I totally agree. And he's on the bottom of the list, so it's it's a great performance. I, you know, it's been done before uh, by other actors, and he's definitely the best. So fine, so far so good. I, I can so far it. so good. Uh, moving up the list, we got Lon Chaney, not Lon Chaney Jr., but his father, and wasn't he like? Nicknamed the man of a thousand faces or something like that. Because, I believe so. Yeah. yeah. And of course, he was around during the silent era, wasn't he? I'm really not familiar with anything that he's done. Hunchback of Notre Dame. Haven't seen that. So. 160 films in his career. What the fuck? Jesus. Not every, you're right. Not every single one is horror, but he did a lot of horror movies. Yeah. I wish I had some others to pull from, but I just I haven't seen any of them, so I don't know. I'm more familiar with his son. Hmm. Right, and but it's nice he made the list because it's a modern list. This 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 list was compiled a year ago, and it was compiled, you know, and they got thousands of responses. And apparently, what they say, like 190 different people were mentioned, and these were the top 25 and whatever. But it's nice that something that old school still gets recognized in in a modern day vote. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I like absolutely. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So moving up again, Jeffrey Combs. <laughs> hmm. The star of Reanimator. I don't. I fucking love Reanimator. That is a hands down classic movie, excellent film, and he is great in that. Great in that movie. I don't really know of any other horror movies he's done. Um, from Beyond. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a sister movie to uh, Jeffrey Combs. They're very similar stylistically. Yeah, they were both made by um, the people that are behind Reanimator are the same people behind From Beyond. He did some others too. I mean, you got to keep in mind a lot of these guys made a career out of like B horror movies. You know, they come out, they make their splash, and they have their big hits, and then they do other things. He was in that one last year, uh, Would You Rather? I know he was in that one. Is that right? Oh yeah, shit. Yeah, he's been around. Whether he deserves to be on this list. Um, once again, I can't say for certain he should be on the list or not. We're going to have to progress and, and see what else is on the list before I can safely say. It mm-hmm. seems a little bit... He's on the fence with me right now. Yeah, I agree with you. So, all right, let's move up. Uh, next up, Mario Bava. I know him best from doing the movie, uh, as I call it, Twitch of the Death Nerve. It's also aka right. as Bay of Blood. I really enjoy that movie. It's... It, yes. That was one of his last films. Yeah, he's one of the classic Italian directors, definitely. He's done Black Sabbath and and just tons, tons of movies. Um, I agree, he should definitely be on this list. 
I agree. Uh, also, mm -hmm. as well, yeah, yeah. He's um one of those groundbreaking Italian directors. I can't argue him being there. Not at all. He's uh, no, you know, especially if you're a fan of Italian horror and their their type of filmmaking. Well, here's one that we're definitely not going to argue about: Jamie Lee Curtis. Fuck no, mm -hmm. of of course, yeah, she did. She did like all the. She did like five movies within two years. Uh, they're classics: The Fog, The Halloweens, um, uh, Terror Train. What else? What prom, else? prom night. They're yeah, all prom. right in a row. Boom, boom, oh, boom, yeah. boom. You know. I mean, she yeah. never did any again until H two O, but. Oh, they can't. Those movies alone can't be denied. You know? No, absolutely not. No, she was. She really was the first one to earn the title of Scream Queen. I wonder if that's when the term came out. I don't know when that term was invented, but I'm willing to bet she was the person it was originated for. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, I would think because uh, they probably started using that phrase in the 80s you know yeah that's when you started so. hearing it thrown around more and more so and that was right after her doing her thing and yeah she probably was yeah it, it hmm. makes sense that she would be and you know i guess she it's debatable whether she deserves the title but uh just that body so. of work. oh yeah. yeah yeah oh yeah but i'm just I saying so. it, it is debatable you know some people are gonna you know it's people could say what they want, but those movies there, and they were all so close together. You know, it was just a, a period of two, three years. And don't forget Halloween too. Everybody forgets about that. Everyone yep. just always mentions Halloween and, and the fog and prom night and terror train. Don't forget Halloween too. So yeah, she was. Whether or not you know, love all those. <laughs> laying in bed the whole time wearing a wig. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, take that wig off and take that top off, baby. Yeah, yeah, fuck, get on that shit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, up the list, H.P. Lovecraft, classic author from the early uh, uh, turn of the century, 1900s. Um, his stamp on the horror genre cannot be denied. So many uh, people quote him as, you know, inspiration and so many things have come out of his works it's it's kind of crazy um in the mouth of madness i mean that's yes that's him also yeah yes. i that's a carpenter movie too right i love it's that a movie. carpenter movie yes and mm -hmm. it's um he was what do you call it he, the, hobbs end was where he was he's was trying to find uh -huh. hobbs end yeah. yeah in a fictional town in the novels and that that comes from uh, Lovecraft, yeah. Oh, really? I didn't know yeah. that. Okay. And once again, Castle Freak. There's another one. Same Castle thing. Castle Freak. I never saw yeah. that. <laughs> I, I won't watch it because of the way I am with freaks. But <laughs> I know what if it's just a monster? You know, it can't be it, just because the the word freak is in the title. It could just be like a monster, right? You're okay with that? Yeah, but it's no. It's made to be a person that's all fucking deformed and fucked all up gooed out yeah mm -hmm. yeah fucking nasty shit as long as know? they don't walk like a not... midget i'm fine <laughs> yeah, don't shit on them don't shit on them as they waddle you know oh god <laughs> what about the uh the, ne the necronomicon he created that whole thing and that was used in more than one movie yep the necronomicon yeah, right. itself yeah the evil dead so and why is he so low on this list i'm starting to think jesus christ I know, right? Yeah. 
Well, okay, let's move up the list. The next one is Bruce Campbell. Now, who's left a bigger stamp on the horror community? Lovecraft, Bruce Campbell. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Lovecraft, definitely, right? Yeah, see, at some point these become fucking popularity contests. And not just popularity contests. This is the 2013 poll and the people that are on these websites aren't fucking 60 years plus uh, for the most part. The <laughs> I'm younger surprised, surprised Lon Chaney even got on there at this point. That's why that's what was so impressive. Like I said, that somebody, you know, like him made it considering the people, uh, the ages of most of the people that voted. I'm going to say they're between the ages of, you know, 20 and 45 because uh, mm-hmm. I'm thinking of the people that started in the 80s are really the people that are into you know, all this horror stuff. So you got to go with the age. And yeah, of course, I, I don't think an actor like Bruce Campbell, uh, <laughs> I'm not shitting on him at all. Don't get me wrong. Oh, no. Yeah, we love him. Okay. He's the right. greatest like B-movie actor of all time. Yeah, he's fucking great. But look at his body of work in horror. What do you have? You have fucking the Evil Dead series. And, and- Intruder. <laughs> right, <Andrew laughs> starring Bruce Campbell. Can't forget that he does get some props with, with Intruder, and he gets some uh, where the fuck else? Bubba Ho Tap, which isn't really horror. All that other shit. Just like we said, what about Anthony Hopkins? I mean, well, I don't know. Bruce Campbell just seems to be more beloved. He's just a fucking real beloved guy in the genre, just because mm-hmm. of his. I think his one-liners have a lot to do with it. <laughs> well, and he also loves the genre and loves everything that has to do with it you know he's very charismatic he loves the you know just the community and shit like that so moving up here's one i don't really agree with is tony todd candy man himself above bruce campbell all right okay weird right yeah i don't know about how that. the f- fuck yeah how the fuck is he above bruce campbell how many people are you even gonna ask that are gonna say What's a better movie, Candyman or Evil Dead? And I'm, yeah. once again, I have nothing against Candyman. Great <laughs> movie. Um, really though, how many? The percentage I think is going to be probably eighty percent. I would say, and I mm-hmm. may be being generous. It may be more. I'm just saying because I know there's Candyman fans out there, but Evil Dead and Evil Dead Two even. You know how he got lower on the list? Why? Because he played that fucking part in a. Final Destination. Oh, right. Oh, I know right. what it was. It was Dead of Night. Dead of Night sold it. Okay. <laughs> Dead of Night. <laughs> right. Okay. But well, hold on, though. 170 movies this fucking man has started. Yeah, but they're, both of them are shit. I mean, like Dead of Night. <laughs> yeah, he was in Hatchet 1 and 2, you know. Yeah, you played Those Dead. are good, but come on. I agree. He should not be on the list. This is the one I can say for certain should not be on the list yeah no all right sorry so, sorry tony yeah whatever he's <laughs> never gonna be on banana laser uh <laughs> be so sure <laughs> uh, moving up we got uh mr gore himself lucio fulci love this guy i love the movie zombie we got the beyond what cat in the brain city of the dead all horrific, yep. so I can't argue with this guy being on the list at all. Love him. House by the Cemetery. Yes, yeah. he is horrific, and oh, yeah. um, I do like his movies. I uh, a lot of his movies to me 
don't make a lot of sense. No, they but don't. They, but <laughs> that's my one. That's my one thing with them is that I get a little bit lost in the plot, and I don't like that. But you know, I'm I'm not gonna you know discredit the man. Hey, if for nothing else, this guy put on celluloid a scene with a zombie fighting a shark. A shark? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, come on. That scene alone deserves to be on this list. Uh, <laughs> next up, we got Mr. Hellraiser Pinhead himself, Doug Bradley? Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, yeah. I do know. No. He does not belong on the list. I'm okay, thank you. It. I was like, I don't think so, dude. I mean, I yeah. I'm afraid he... to say it. No, and I fucking love Pinhead, and I love that character. What the fuck? What are you going to talk about? Wrong Term Five? Yeah, I don't think so. Or okay. Nightbreed, which he had a nice part in, but what the fuck ever? I mean, it's just like saying Candyman. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Granted, I, I prefer the Pinhead character, and I like his delivery of lines and, and whatnot. Uh, more so than Candyman, but come on, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, well, let's see if we can argue this next one, and that is the infamous Kane Hodder. Hmm, Kane <laughs> Hodder. Now, yeah, though, I mean, you can't argue with this what he did with the Jason Voorhees character, you know, uh, even though it's not our favorite Jason, it's he still helped make him iconic through those last string of movies so that and you know what's that movie uh hatchet we we're just talking about that it's a big deal right right, right. Hmm. this is true i mean i guess if you're using the term iconic and not best um then, <laughs> right yeah exactly because you it's, it's the most iconic it yeah, the steve best dash is fucking you know crying <laughs> in the corner what about me i'm a stunt man too guys <laughs> Dash. <laughs> oh fuck! Warrington Gillette's even getting it on the mix. Motherfucker, <laughs> should have been me. <laughs> fuck that redheaded motherfucker. Right? Mm-hmm. Motherfucker's right. Uh, but Kane Hodder, I hear what you're just because you know the point I made about iconic and not best. Maybe he would be on there because you can ask. Oh, there's a lot of diehard Jason people like us. However, unlike us, they're all fucking up Kane Hodder's ass with their fucking tongue wagging. Oh yeah, yeah, big time. Oh, whatever, and, and and that's okay. I mean, they can be. That's that's their right. Uh, do I dislike Kane Hodder as Jason? No, not at all. Uh, do I prefer Ted White? Yeah, and Richard Brooker. Oh, yes. Oh yeah. Hmm. You know, uh, I could see why he's on the list. Do I agree? I don't know. Let's I move up like... the list. <laughs> this guy cannot be denied, even though he really only made probably a very small handful of horror movies but that's alfred hitchcock no denying <laughs> no denying that he shouldn't be here no denying. this mother mm-hmm. no denying he made a shitload of movies he made a shitload of fucking television shows he uh yeah he should be much lower than where he is now he should be fucking top five all right it should be top five hands yeah down. There's definitely, once again, we're looking at the, the times we're in and the, probably the people that voted. I mean, Alfred Hitchcock hasn't made a movie in how many years? Obviously. Yeah, why is that? 
Um, all right, so how about this? Moving up above Alfred Hitchcock, Toby Hooper, director <laughs> of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, probably one of the greatest horror movies of all time, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And, yeah. I mean, uh, so that alone, I think, d- deserves to have him on the list just because that made so many waves with that movie. But he's done other classic movies as well. So, Sure. Poltergeist. Poltergeist. It's debatable. Saw two. Well, no, Poltergeist is a horror movie. It's a family no, no, friendly no, 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 horror no, no, no. movie. It's it, it's it's debatable whether he directed. Oh yeah, the whole Spielberg yeah yes. scenario, sure. But he was involved. His name is on it at the end of the day, so you got to credit him. So let's go to the next one that I don't think that we'll have any disagreements on. Is Tom Savini as the director? Slash actor, I guess now. Um, I don't even know if he directs anymore. I know he did the Night of the Living Dead remake, but yeah. But his true work that changed the horror genre is his special effects. That can't be denied at all. <laughs> no, sir. Hmm. <laughs> no, he's uh, fucking incredible. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I guess it would sound weird to to, for, to say that. Um, he should be lower on the list. If I'm making my own personal list, he's in the top sure. five. Mm-hmm. But that's me. You know what I mean? That might not be everybody. But yeah. Oh, yes. A fucking Savini. And on top of it, even though he stopped doing the makeup effects, he stayed true to the genre. He's had those bit parts in different movies. And, you know, he has fun with what he's doing. You know, he's in the From Dust Till Dawn and Machete. And, you know what I mean? He was in the Dawn remake for a minute. And he does those cameos. So whatever, mm-hmm. that's something else that makes him iconic. Even if he never, ever got in front of the camera, his body, and just fucking makeup effects alone, that would put him iconic, in my Indeed. opinion. Indeed, yeah, no. You know? Yeah, absolutely. So. I mean, he was kind of the star of those, of like, uh, of Day of the Dead and, and Dawn of the Dead, even though he was only in one of them. But yeah, his effects were the star. And All more right. specifically, the Prowler and the Burning. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 you're right. I mean, and Maniac. I mean, he was the star for sure. Next icon, Dario Argento. Cannot be denied. Class Made so many classic movies that I know you and I love. You know, not everyone is a fan of these style of films, but uh, people, people who make horror movies are. You know, so that says something, definitely. Yeah, well, there's nobody better. There's nobody better for me. Mm-hmm, so if mm-hmm. you're going to say who's your favorite director, it's Estario Argento, and I could go on and on and on, and good thing he's on the list, because after seeing Fulci and Baba, I would have been, I would have fucking walked out of the Leaving Lounge. <laughs> 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 but yeah, the man is fucking incredible, and I'm not going to go on and on about him, but whatever. Go see his movies. You know, there's no question. Yes. He belongs on the list, and I'm curious. Excuse me, I'm curious to see what other directors are going to follow. But I do believe that Hitchcock. It's kind of strange that fucking Hitchcock was whatever the hell he was, fourteen or fifteen, and Argento was, you know, finished ahead of him. I'm not complaining. I love Argento. I'm just. It's a little bit surprising, you know. Yeah. Well, so like you they, said, who the yeah, fuck know. knows? Put this. I mean, these Canadians with their lists, but. Yeah, uh, so who knows? <laughs> yeah, and they go as far as to call him the Italian Hitchcock. You know what I mean? 
So, which mm. I find funny. And our general, we made, yeah, you didn't know this. Well, I call Hitchcock the American Argeno. So, oh, huh. good job. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen that movie? Do you like Hitchcock? It's an Argeno movie. Nope. Problem is, you should see it. But you have to watch our uh, Hitchcock's movies first because basically, it's a um, a love letter to Alfred Hitchcock. Where oh. if you know his stuff, he is incorporating stuff into this movie that Hitchcock fans will see and appreciate. There's a bunch of nods, and it's hard to explain, but yeah, it was. It was I'm glad he did it. At least he acknowledged the fact that they call him the Italian Hitchcock, and you know, had fun with it. So. Hmm. Cool. Check it out. Yeah, yeah. Get on. Check it out. All right. So moving up, Clive Barker, classic author, uh, inspired many movies. I think he only directed maybe a handful. But uh, yeah, I mean, The Candyman, those pinhead flicks that you like, Dave. Uh, I like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Midnight Meat Train. I was a big fan of that movie. Midnight Meat Train. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, Nightbreed's another one that I'm a big fan of. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, uh, well, I mean, books alone, I would put... There's two authors... No, pardon me. If I really wanted to get down to it, I would put three or four authors on it. But books alone, Clive Barker, fucking stupendous with his books. Um, some of them, the, the novelizations are very good to excellent, and... A lot of them are extremely, um, the vocabulary is so extensive. Um, even someone like me, I consider myself, you know, reasonably intelligent. I have to get a thesaurus sometimes to read some of the stuff he's written. He, he comes up with words that I don't even know what they're saying. So he's, he's extremely intelligent, and his movies are very, uh, m- much like Argeno. Argeno has a style in, in certain movies. Barker kind of has his own style as well. That's something something else great about him. You can just tell he has a certain atmosphere in his place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Christopher Lee is up next, and we were just talking about him. Yeah, obviously. He played not just Dracula in the Hammer films, but Frankenstein a few times, I believe so. I'm sorry, Frankenstein's monster. Sorry, let me get that. Ah, yes, please. The the creature. The creature, yeah. The creature, yes. So, and he's, that guy's done more films than... Probably, you know, uh, God has God even made films, but that guy's done a ridiculous amount of films too. So, and he's still going. It's crazy. Still going. How about fucking Count Dooku in the Star Wars and shit? You know? Oh my God! Yeah. Even though it was pretty much just his face, and the rest was CGI. Well, no, he just did the War of the Rings movie too. That's right. Yep, he did that. He needed. What do you call? He did. Uh, well, it wasn't that great of a movie, but. He was in the... The Howling 2? Oh, wait, yeah. Char- yeah. <laughs> Charlie in the Chocolate Factory when he played his father. Willy Wonka's oh, yeah. Father. I had mentioned that because I saw it not too long ago, and I was like, oh, yeah, there he is. And I knew when I saw it, the, the movies, but whatever. Yeah. He's been in so much shit and so many horror movies. Once again, he was pretty much the king of freaking, you know, th- those Hammer horror movies. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no disputing him. The guy's got a fucking... A, a charm on screen. He's got a great voice. I'll tell you that. Oh yeah, and, uh, he's a good actor. How about the Wicker Man? Can't forget that. Yeah, yeah I'm kind of mild on that movie, but yeah, no, Are he you? was great at. Yeah, I don't know. Too much singing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I just find it funny. I find the the Wicker Man to be uh, 
enjoyable just because it brings different things to the table. I don't know. It's fucking pretty wacky. Makes me laugh at the same time, and then it's serious in tone as well. So I don't know. Now, yeah. what about the remake? What'd you think of that? <laughs> oh, okay, Dave. Come on, that was a piece of shit. Uh, I, did, I did. Yeah, I didn't even watch it. So fuck it. There you go. That, that shows you what I think. Yeah, it just uh, tonally. It just even if the <laughs> it's terrible. Uh, <laughs> next up, Stephen King cannot be denied. How many fucking of his stories have been turned into movies? Probably like fifty. It's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, seriously, probably so. I mean, if we sat down and counted them all, it it's a ridiculous amount. At least thirty. At least thirty. Yeah, I'll mm-hmm. say that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but yeah, holy fuck. Yeah, he's the man. His books are fucking fantastic. His movies yeah, are author. fantastic. Yeah. Ah, some yeah probably, probably the best ever. Well, I wouldn't say that the movies, everyone is great, but I would say, mm, you know, it, it, I would say 60%, you know, and there's been a lot. So, you know, but there haven't been too many ones that were awful. I mean, some are better than others, but... And again, some of our favorites. You know? Maximum Overdrive, his directing debut. <laughs> My favorite movie. Come on, that Green Goblin <laughs> truck. Oh, man, dude. The next one up is a guy that he's worked with and who cannot be denied as an icon is George Romero. This guy, everything we know about zombies and is thanks to him. I mean, seriously, the zombies are so sure. huge right now. And that is because of this guy. <laughs> oh yeah my god I mean, these movies are uh, night dawn and day I'm not gonna say all of them but and I'm a fan of Diary but that's another thing whatever and you uh, don't like Land of the Dead you're insane oh, the movie's great oh stop it that fucking CGI oh and that fucking de- that, that, that uh what's his name Big Daddy oh my god what the yeah, fuck he's a little annoying thinking? but everything else oh, is awesome annoying it was ridiculous. I just could not get past the Big Daddy thing, thinking on his own and going in the water and this and that and putting the gas in the fucking thing and blowing shit up and the horrible CGI on a couple scenes. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Man, <laughs> really, I couldn't get past it. But Night, Dawn, and Day, shit. I mean, everything they do in those movies is just top-notch. Granted, Land did have, to go back to Land, Land did have some... Uh, of the familiar, uh, you know, political undertones going on and whatnot, which is fine, but I think he got it perfect with with the first three. Mm-hmm. There's not not one negative thing I can say about those movies. All right, now this next one is a little up for debate for me because I'm not a fan of the series that he is known for. Uh, do I think it's an iconic character? Yes, that's Robert England. Hmm. And now, hmm. I know he was in the Mangler. Maybe that helps put him in the iconic <laughs> horror he was pretty, icon status. Uh, he was pretty damn good in, in 2001 Maniacs, I'll tell you that. All right. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed him in that one. Hmm. Um, and he's done a couple here and there. It's a boy! Oh, oh boy, right? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that series... I mean, yeah, I guess he's an iconic character, but... Uh, I mean, he's number five on this list. Like, no, I that's, don't know that's too that. high. Yeah, but it, dude. It's too high, but it's not surprising to me. Just no. because you got you got the big three, 
and there's no disputing who the big three have been since the 80s. You got Michael, you got Jason, and you got Freddie. And of those three, Robert England speaks. You know yeah. what I mean? And Freddie is just as recognizable as Jason and Michael. You have those three. Now Jason made the list. <laughs> Kane Hodder played in four movies and made the list. Michael, there was not repeat offenders that anybody knows about and whatever. Nobody really cares because that didn't happen. But uh, I could see him being here, and he is iconic. Am I a big fan of uh, all the Nightmare on Elm Street? Fuck no. Uh, Yeah, part four is awesome. Oh, motherfucker. Joking, joking, joking. Joking. It's not even a joking matter, that fucking movie. Oh, it's a good damn thing. I won't even get into it. (laughs) The skeleton crew, they did their thing on it, remember? They did their commentary. It's a good fucking thing we didn't do that commentary. People would have probably had to shut it off halfway through. I would have been motherfucking so bad. God, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I know I'm uptight about it, but just because I love three so much and seeing what happened with four, it just, ah, oh, God. But it's, we're not talking. It's no Freddy's dead, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, there you go. Freddy's yeah. dead. Freddy's dead. <laughs> All right, let's get off this Please asshole think. and go to the next one. Bella Lugosi. This asshole, I mean, I I think I've always really seen one movie with Bela Lugosi in it, and that's the original Dracula. And I was bored as shit. Now, <laughs> that doesn't discredit him as being a horror icon, or even his performance, because he was great as Dracula. I mean, retarded. It's just that, that style of filmmaking is a little, you know, boring to me. But, yeah, I don't think he can't be, I mean, fuck, he's one of the, the masters. He is Dracula. And yeah, that's just exactly. It. You know what I mean? Uh, Dracula probably would not have become what he did if not for his performance in this movie. You know, like you, like I said, the big three now, the big three are who they are. But prior to that, you have Dracula, you have Frankenstein's monster, and the other people, the Wolfman, the Mummy. But honestly, Dracula and Frankenstein's monster were the biggest ones, and they were household names now. But I don't really think that all this happens without Lugosi's performance as Dracula. And everybody, he he, he took that role, made it his own, and every movie since has been somebody trying to impersonate Bela Lugosi. That's what's so impressive about it. I so. want to suck your boobs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, think about it. How long ago was this fucking movie made? 1939? And people are still doing that voice that you just did. It's still That's what makes it iconic. I mean, I'm from Transylvania. <laughs> did they even talk like that there? I don't know. Yes, and there's a fucking... He did a hundred movies, man. He did tons of movies, so... There's no disputing it. And once again, just like we said before, I'm not fronting on it. I didn't see all those movies, but... But I'm very aware of it. Yeah, exactly. We we know who he is, and we know what he means to the genre, even though we haven't seen these movies. That makes him an icon. Right, exactly. Well put, yeah. Now, like now, in a, in a hundred years, are people going to know who fucking Kane Hodder is? 
I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, you know? I don't know. Maybe with this Friday the 13th television show coming up, as long as Jason keeps staying fresh in people's minds, maybe. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. Maybe. Uh, you know what I mean? It's. I'm glad it's a hot topic as it is, and who would have thought it was? So, But we talked about that on our last show. But we'll, we'll see what happens. It's just going to be... But I hear you. I know what you mean. Bela Lugosi, it's... Uh, it's an he's, he's an iconic thing. Dracula, his role in Dracula is iconic, and yeah, Kane Hodder. Those guys are gonna come and go, I think, to a degree. There's only one Dracula, and, and it's him. I mean, nobody even talks about fucking uh, what's Count Orlock. You know what I mean? How I many people know about it? But same basic story. Right. No, it nobody, is the same story. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Number two, we're that high up already. Is uh, St. Louis's own Vincent Price, my man. Oh, this yeah. guy, undeniable. Now, this guy I know a little bit more about than the other two, uh, cause, just because it's a few decades later. But this guy did so many horror movies uh, in the fifties and stuff, and well, even beyond that. But yeah, yeah just classic movies. Um, House of Wax, in particular, I saw oh, pretty recently. Awesome. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, that movie, you know, just his whole, everything about this guy is just uh, uh, oozes the horror genre. You know what I mean? I don't even know if he's done yeah. other movies. You know, I uh, yeah, he's done like, know, some right? horror <laughs> comedies, but everything about this guy, you think a uh, horror star, you know, so can't be denied. You're right, 100% can't be denied. Yeah, like Next Man on Earth, fucking uh, House on Haunted Hill. Shit. So many good movies. And we know these more than we know the ones from the 30s. The Fly. Holy fuck. So, yeah. He's extremely well-known. Everybody knows who Vincent Price is. Uh, you can't really say the same. I mean, they know of Lugosi and they know of Karloff. You know, but pretty much everybody knows they can put a face with the name of Vincent Price. And they can put a voice along with it as well. You know? I mean, oh shit. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, how many pop stars got you know Vincent Price to do a rap on their song? You know, <laughs> right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, not many. So, yeah, one, one motherfucker. Yeah, that's it. Vincent Price, Michael Jackson's thriller. You know, and and, and fitting. He, there is nobody else. Uh, so yeah, he's the man. You, you can't take one thing away from him, and uh, he, he has done a shitload of movies. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's. It, I'm, I'm very surprised. I'm very surprised at this at this point in the list that we, you know, that we talked about Price and we talked about Karloff and Lugosi being in the top five. Not that they shouldn't, but you, the point that I, you know, that I made before about what year we're in and, and everything else, and they're still there. So once again, it's just it's a testament in itself. Yeah. But, well, let's get to the number one, and I I think I love this list for this number one because this is huh. one of my favorite directors of all time, and you know he's not necessarily just a, a horror director, but he's made some classic horror movies, classic, and that's John Carpenter. I mean, Halloween yeah. cannot be denied. As, as what it is, The Thing is one of my favorite movies of all time. But then beyond that, you got uh, uh, 
Escape from New York. You got that um, Big Trouble in Little China is one of the funnest movies I've ever seen. You know, so even though that's not a horror movie, but it's a genre movie. You know, so he did Vampires, which was good. Uh, Ghosts on Mars was a fucking piece of shit, but who cares? You know, everybody's <laughs> everybody's entitled to you know one bad seed, but uh, number one, yeah. I mean, I I'd probably put like Stephen King number one, or fucking, right, right. You know, somebody like that, but. That he's this high up on the list, I, I'd love that people make note of that because he's great. I think he's great too, and I love him being there. I don't think he should be. I shouldn't say I love him being there. I love him being on the list and relatively low. I don't see him as number one, of course. And right. yes, a fucking of course I love Halloween, and of course I love the thing. Yes, absolutely. And and, and I'm into some of his other work too. Ah. Uh, as far as number one, no, he's not even my favorite horror director. Argeno is. So, mm-hmm. personally, no. I have I understand that he's iconic, and it's mostly because of Halloween, I would say, because yeah, when you probably. talk about, yeah, when you talk about the big horror movies, and you say, you know, uh, Friday the 13th, and Nightmare Now, well, hold on now. Where's Mr. Wes Craven on this list? You know? I'm I would not put him on this list. Really? Really? Between fucking... So you have Carpenter. Okay. And I just said, you know, the thing in Halloween, yeah, fucking home runs. But you're not going to – and I know you're not even a Nightmare on Elm Street fan. But Last House on the Left and Hills Have Eyes. and He's made good movies. Scream. He's made good movies, but I don't credit him for a lot of these movies. You know, I think he's – I think he lucked out with a lot of these movies. You know, the Scream, I don't... Scream is all fucking in the script, dude. And... Fair enough. I mean, I don't know if it's all in the script, but, yeah, I mean, it, it's a great story. Yeah. But I don't I mean, know. I don't know. I, yeah, he's made a lot of movies that I love, but I don't think of him... I think he gets too much credit, in my opinion. And I know I'm in the minority on that, but that's just how I think. Well, look at it this way. Do you think the guy belongs on the list? Do you, do you think Wes Craven should be on the list? And a guy like Tony Todd or fucking oh, someone yeah, else? Yeah, get Todd out of there. Get fucking um, Kane Hodder out of there. Get Doug Bradley out of there. Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. You know? That's hey, what you know I'm what? Saying. I just realized How? it's funny. What? Jamie Lee Curtis is the only female. Surely there's some other females, right? Right. Actually, no, I can't really think of anybody off the top of my head. Adrian Barber. I, know, right off the top of your head. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It, it is tough. I hear you. Right. I mean, you want to talk about screen queens, that's one thing. But, I mean, yeah. what about behind the camera or doing something different? There might be some others. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. yeah what, hear- a, what about that girl from Nightmare on Elm Street 4 who sang that song at the beginning? <laughs> what was her name? <laughs> sang that song? Ooh, yeah, she- fucking... Tuesday night? Yeah, Tuesday night. She did a song in Nightmare on Elm Street 4. They played in the beginning. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Who sang that song from uh, uh, Fuck Nightmare 4? Maybe that's why I don't know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know that's why you don't know, Dave. <laughs> yeah, uh, good, okay, good. Who sang that song in fucking Jason Takes Manhattan? Because the night... <laughs> <laughs> that song? Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
But anyway, John Carpenter, fine. Um, whatever. That's a matter of opinion. And I don't have a problem. I just think that Wes Craven should also be on the list somewhere. What about Tobey Hooper and his couple of movies? You know what I mean? Is he that more, much more substantially important than fucking... Mm. To me, he is. Than him? Yeah, to me, definitely. Just just because of Texas Chainsaw? Just because of the impact that movie had? Yes. And what on, it is? On me, personally, that yeah, that impacted me much more than any of his other films. I liked his other films. I even loved a couple of them, but... Okay, what yeah. about Sam Raimi with Evil Dead? What about the impact that movie made? True, wow, I didn't think about that. Um, yeah, um... I wouldn't you know, necessarily put him on the list, though, either. Because, yes, he made a series of movies that changed or, you know, helped change the genre. But, I mean, by the time the second one came out, it was obvious he was less into horror than than other genres, you know, so. Yeah, no, I hear you. But I, once again, I'm thinking about... Halloween and The Thing being fucking excellent movies that they are. And yeah. that's fine. That gives him a spot on the list. The number one? Uh, no. But I, I completely understand why he's there. I'm just trying to look at other directors saying, hey, well, they got two or three fucking really good movies, too. Where the fuck are they? That's all mm-hmm. I'm saying. You know, there, there, there's another, What about James Wan? What about your boy there? He's, he, there's another modern-day guy that's made some fucking pretty solid movies. Yeah, it's too soon to tell. No, I, I, fair enough. I'm just I'm just thinking of directors. I'm just taking a little bit of fucking umbrage with him being number one. That's yeah. all. Just because of those two. As great as those two movies are, I mean, Halloween, yes, is the iconic thing. Fine. If Steve Miner would have made, or pardon me, if Sean Cunningham would have made another fucking slam dunk movie, would he be there based upon Friday the 13th and one other movie? I don't know. Hmm. It's hard to say. Yeah, hard it is to hard say. to say. What about Steven? Well, he didn't get the credit. Steven Spielberg. He <laughs> didn't go well, think about it. With that horrific movie E.T., I mean, I was shocked. <laughs> I, scary as shit. Those recent scary, pieces. Can't scary get video game, I'll tell you that. Fuck. Hmm. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, but what about Stephen King? Or Stephen King? What about fucking Steven Spielberg if he would have got the credit for Poltergeist? You got Poltergeist and you got Jaws. You know? Two fucking excellent movies. But anyway, yeah. I'm not going to harp too much on the Carpenter thing. I'm glad he's there. I just... It took me a little bit by surprise. You're with your baby. Jimmy, something's bothering me. Just over right around that summer camp where all those murders took place. 
What murders? There's a legend round here. A killer buried, but not dead. A curse on Crystal Lake. A death curse. They say he died as a boy, but he keeps coming back. Few have seen him and lived. People forget. He's down there, waiting. All right, Dave, well, those assholes said they'd be here at 7. Ah, fuck, I hope you know what you're doing, man. Of course I know what I'm doing. Yeah, believe me, I, I was the one that thought to go on by a sports almanac, wasn't I? Yeah, 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 you were. I was kind of busy here fixing up the, the fucking DeLorean. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm aware of that. I'm, I'm just saying, I wasn't sitting around here fucking doing nothing. So uh, I actually thought of something It's going to make us rich when we get back home. So... Thank God for Back to the Future movies. You're telling me? It's a good damn thing I've seen all those movies as much as I have. Otherwise, we'd be stuck here with each other forever. Yeah, fair enough. As long as we're just going to talk about movies we've seen a shitload of times, why don't we just get on with our Friday the 13th presentation and fucking let's get the ball rolling here. Chee chee chee, mama, mama, motherfucker. Cosmic Creepers out. All right, guys, we're back, and like we said, it's Friday the 13th, and it's a celebration, yeah. and yeah, here we are, and what what else should we talk about than fucking, you know, Mr. Voorhees and and all his films, and you know, we kind of we kind of did this already, I, you know, we kind of do this a lot. We talk about Friday the 13th all the time. You can't get us to shut up about it. It's because we love this series, the franchise, and um yeah so back last year we did a few shows i think it was three shows that we called the unholy trinity of friday the 13th and we ranked all the eras of of friday the 13th and that was tons of fun you know uh, to talk about all the movies we didn't call it a true retrospective you know because it was all really condensed you know and, and stuff like that but that's essentially what it was you know, we rated the movies, we gave, you know, we talked about them at length and stuff like that. So that was a ton of fun. We tried um, to keep it condensed. <laughs> yeah. Let me say that. We tried to yeah, keep no it shit. condensed. They ended up, we, that was our initial idea. Oh, yeah, we're gonna do, we'll do 20, 20 minutes on each movie. Okay. That was, that was, we went in, you know, thinking that we we're going to do and we have fucking three hour shows. <laughs> Didn't work out. And that was, that was condensed. Yeah. It's like we could have kept going and going and just talking okay. about stupid shit. Yeah. True. <laughs> right, edited and everything. You're right. It fucking, we couldn't help it though, man. That's that shit. That it was our first series, and it was uh, our first retro, even though we disguised it as uh, whatever it was. Um, yeah, the, as the something first, else. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, we did that, but it was the fucking the series of shows that by the end of it, I I felt that we were uh, hitting stride. And, oh yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It was a great time, and uh, so. I'm very fond of, of that. I mean, it was right before then. From right there, we finished that one right into the fucking, the big Halloween retro. And then, mm-hmm. then we truly arrived. Oh, so yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> as far as we can, you know, arrive. So. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, we yeah, that was a real true retro and people really, you know, took to that and it was accepted uh pretty well. But going back to the Friday thirteenth thing, uh, you know, I do have a couple regrets about it. Uh because even though we love the franchise and we rated these movies and stuff like that, I think we were a little harsh on a few mm-hmm. of them. And as we went on and started rating more movies and stuff like that, we were like, fuck, how do we rate those Friday movies that we love uh, so poorly? Well, ultimately, it's because we were comparing them to all the other Friday movies. And in comparison like that, yes, I think, you know, part six is a two and maybe even part seven is a 2.5. But if you just take them... As a standalone movie, I'd probably rate them much higher. And, I mean, fuck. What were some of the movies that, you know, gave Motel Hell a three and a half? (laughs) Yet I gave, you know, Friday New Blood two and a half. So, to me, that's a little lopsided. It doesn't really make sense. But, at the time, we were looking at them comparatively to the entire series. So, you know, there you go. Um, Yeah, we wanted to, what do you call it? We wanted to... uh... (laughs) We were. You can't rate every movie high when you're doing a a, a retro. Yeah, we were trying to look at it to compare. Some are better than others, and let's explore why. So in right. that, I think you're trying hard to see the faults because of that, and the good stuff. So the good stuff ends up, you know, you really praise it, and the stuff that has a few flaws, you tend to uh, <laughs> trash on it more. But we love the fucking franchise so much, and just like Matt said, I, I was similar. I gave like Slaughter High like a three and a half. Right. And I don't, I, I'm not knocking it. I, I have a good time with Slaughter High. Right. But, but. but at the end of the day, I'm not going to sit back. I, I would not rather watch Friday, uh, Jason Takes Manhattan or fucking New Blood or something over Slaughter High. I'm just, that's something. These movies, I can flip the channel anytime. Just, just the Paramount movies. You know, the first date. If I happen to be flipping channels, they come on, I'm watching it. I can't say that about every movie that I ranked high. I mean, even the fucking excrement, I rated three. Now I feel real bad because if we redid that show, <laughs> I'd give it a two because of uh, further developments, but that's another show. Oh, shit. And, uh, yeah. But still, yeah, um, I digress. Uh, we felt a little bit bad about it, and, and that's what happens, though. We are coming in, we are new to it, and trying to fucking really, um, you know, examine them. But when mm-hmm. you get right down to it, and, you know, Matt's already said it. I'm just rambling. I'm just, I feel you so rambling. guilty. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for something that we love, we're sorry we bash you, except part six. Um... Yeah. <laughs> right. But this is the big day. This is the big day for lots of reasons. You know? It's, I'm sorry. Go on. I'm, I'm just, I'm caught up in the, the fucking, uh, the apologetic moment of uh, criticizing him too hard. Well, uh, let's look at some some of these films specifically. Like, uh, to me, uh, the ones that I would take back, ratings-wise, Part 7, A New Blood, Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan. I rated both of those a 2 on those shows. I went back, checked those shows out, gave them both a 2. That means, on that scale of 1 through 5, it's going by the Netflix rating. That means I hated it. Or didn't like it, rather. I'm sorry, didn't like it. That's not true. I... (laughs) I would I'd like to watch those movies even though it's got you know ups and downs highs and lows good and bad points. I think part 7 is likable of course and part 8 is likable. I'd give them both a 3. That would be ridiculous for me to say I didn't like them. So 
you know, maybe that makes, hey, no, what does that make us, Dave? Indian givers? I don't know. <laughs> we're, t- we're taking stuff back? I don't know. But um, Yeah, we are taking it back. We have to do it. But but you're right. And I feel it's, you mentioned what, seven and eight? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well. That's, you probably that's, rated those really low, right? I rated seven a two and a half, and I rated part eight a 1.5. I yeah, fucking see, there's smacked so- it. There's no way it's that bad. I mean, no. it's not the greatest one, but come on, no. we, we, you, you would sit to gladly sit down and watch that right now. I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And for that reason, seven and eight for me are now also threes. So yeah, I gave him a three. Yeah, mm-hmm. sorry, it's I'll watch them. I like them. I'm, you know, so whatever. They're threes now. So that yeah, we had to get on that, <laughs> which means I actually bumped up part five a little bit because yours, I think you originally rated it higher, and I gave it a three. Part five, I give it a three and a half now because I definitely favor it over seven and eight. Yeah, exactly. I gave it a three and a half, and I, I can't. Right. I'm not going to rate it any higher than that. I mean, um, you know, I still really like it. I I rank it uh, fairly high, you know, considering the the top eight. Um. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that now? It's like ranking the films. Um. Or do you want to? Do you got other ratings to go into? Other ratings. Um. You're talking about taking taking it back. I have one more. Yeah. Hold on. Well, basically, the only other one is is part six is at the bottom. And. uh, Part six is always at my bottom when we're talking about you know the original eight. Um, otherwise, obviously, Jason goes to hell is fucking just, you know, de- always on the bottom. But, you know, six is a step up. <laughs> that definitely, but. Yeah, yeah, I give six a two now. Um, I think I may have still given it a two the first time around, if I'm not mistaken. So mm-hmm. it didn't change, but it's it went from not being on the bottom to definitely being on the bottom. There's there's two movies <laughs> in the franchise, right? And you you mentioned the other one, Jason Goes to Hell. Those two movies, I it doesn't matter to me if I never see them again. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. If I, I have see... more of a curiosity to maybe watch Jason Goes to Hell sometime. Yeah, um, I in the near future, <laughs> just because it's so different. But yeah, j- uh, you know, Jason I'm lives bored. now. Pretty done with yeah, that I'm, one. I'm bored with Jason lives. That's what it's come down to. Mm-hmm. Straight up, it doesn't appeal to me. The only way I'll watch it is if I decide to watch our commentary. Then, then I'll watch it because that's, uh, <laughs> I love hearing myself talk. That would be fun because yeah. we're, we're talking shit about it. You know what I mean? So that, that that's actually more enjoyable than the movie. And I, you know, I never watched a commentary that we did more than once. I watched them once a piece, and after they were done, there was it. But that one, you know, I might do that. That's how I'll see Jason X or Jason X, Jason Six. I'll go back. And... <laughs> I don't even watch them, Dave, because I lived them. I live, <laughs> I live the commentaries. That's fucking <laughs> Pee Wee Herman. Right. I don't have to watch it, Daddy. I lived it. I yep. lived it. Roll credits. <laughs> uh, all right, so um, let's talk about, um, you know, okay, we're talking about the original Paramount movies, one through eight, you know, when they retained the title Friday 13th. Uh, let's, let's rank these movies, uh, you know, kind of like we did at the end of any kind of um, – Retrospective, and I don't think we ever did on those other shows. So, no, um, it's a good call. It's a good idea and, to do. This. And, but I, I got a funny feeling that we are going to have almost the exact 
same rankings. How much you want to bet, dude? We have not, listeners, we have not compared these whatsoever. But I'm going to go out on the limb that on the first eight, that's almost going to be exactly the same. If not, it might have one difference. What do you think, Dave? It might be. I, I agree with you. I think at the very least, at the very most, pardon me, there's going to be one that's off. But I, okay. I definitely agree because the first four gimmies. And uh, we have, cause, just because we know how, how we feel about the series. Right. So. Okay. So, yeah, uh, yeah we've talked about this. We've talked about this shit so much, you know, in the past year. Okay, so let's just go down them one by one, and I'll start, and then you give me your your top. You know, we'll go from, or should we go from the bottom up? Let's go from the bottom up. Okay, that'll be better. Okay, let's go from the bottom up. <clears throat> okay, so at the bottom, for the worst in the first eight, I got Jason Lives, and of course you do too, because you just said it, right? Yeah, yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so one up from that, I got. Part eight, Jason Takes Manhattan. Yes, as do I. <laughs> yes, this is <laughs> a fun the, game. <laughs> <laughs> those were the two I was worried about. Seven uh-huh. eight. I think everything else is definitely The seven. rest of this is going to be exactly the same. Okay, the so next the one case. up, the next one up, part seven, A New Blood. Yes, sir. Yep. Okay, that's third from the bottom. Um, <laughs> fourth from the bottom, I got... Uh, <laughs> Part five, a new a beginning. New beginning. Yep. There you go. <laughs> sure uh, fifth from the bottom. Th- this one it might falter, but I don't think so. I got. <laughs> yeah, part three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, of course. Okay. Yep. Then. Aha! This is where it might change. Yeah, maybe. Uh, six from the bottom. I got the original part one, Friday Thirteenth. I have the final. You got, chance. you got four. I knew, yeah. oh, I knew it was gonna be one off. So, the next one up, seventh from the bottom. I got the final chapter. You probably have part one, right? Yes, I do. Correct. Okay, and then at the top, of course, of course. we both love part two. Um, yes, you know what? But it's still, you know, we always talk about our love for part two, and it is great, but. I don't know. It's part four is is wonderful as well, but part two, you know, it also has that like fifteen to twenty minutes at the beginning, whatever it is, just with Alice and kind of the flashback stuff, and that's okay. How do you feel about that opener? Because I, I don't know, it kind of drags. It's it it works. Don't get me wrong, but it's not it's not like you know. Uh, 10 material you know what i mean whereas i think part four has got a lot less of that kind of bullshit in it i'll tell you this i have to disagree because i think the part one okay yeah i think the intro at part two is fucking is actually epic even though it's Hmm. a little bit slow paced with alice in the annals of the of the genre no other series has done that they were the first thing that it's the first time you've ever seen that in, in a slasher thing, you know, where uh, one came right back mm-hmm. and the, the lead girl from part, from the first thing survived and they kill her off in the first 10 minutes of the next one. For that, I think that just is, is really cool historically. And, um, you know, and if, I, if I'm up, it's asked too much. I think it's filmed well and I, I enjoy it. I don't care about the shower and all that. It's, <laughs> uh, it's a bit of a making tea start. and shit. <laughs> and like I said. some bread. Yeah, well, you'll hear about what I said. Uh, you were there, but I mean, the listeners will hear what I said. We got a little more into that. 
on the, the, the super show with the skeleton crew that's coming out today. And I said, I don't mind that, the part one, when it's, when it's slow. It's part of the charm. But anyway, um, the only thing is, like I said, I like the beginning of part two. I'm cool. I don't exactly love the final chase in, in the final chapter solely because of Feldman, of a, of a boy being there. Mm-hmm. It didn't yeah. have the same... That's why I don't like kids and slashers because you know they're never Corey gonna, Feldman gonna himself ruined. He was kids. great at killing them. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you you could blame Corey Feldman solely for the reason you don't like kids and slashers, but that okay. Oh well, he was the start of it because it was that, and then they had a one. Then Reggie came in part five, and then all the kids in part six, and by that, and then they started. Then they did it with Halloween four and on, and it's the same time period. And it just fucking, it's like the cop shop thing. It fucking, once you bring it into it, it doesn't completely shit on it like the <laughs> cop shop does. But for me, kids plus slashers knocks it down immediately by default a half a fucking point. So that's why to me, part four is not a, a I don't rate it a five. I rate it a four and a half solely because of, of the fact of having Feldman in the in that chasing. Because there's no, it, it's unbelievable. You know that the kid's not going to die, so you're not as wrapped up in it. You know, like in part one and part two, in part three even, in the final chase, it's one final girl, and it's just different. It mm-hmm. seems scarier because you're down to one person. And when it's one person in part four, and then on top of it, the second person's a kid, I don't know. It's just, and I'm not, I so, love part four. I love that movie. Good God. That's just yeah. my only knock on it. So your least favorite Indiana Jones movie is part two, The Temple of Doom, because short rounds in it. <laughs> Doctor Jones, what you look at? <laughs> I haven't seen either of them in years, but I'll go, I'll tell you this: I, um, from what I remember, I loved them both, but I haven't seen them since childhood, so I don't know. And those are the only two I've seen. I didn't even have an interest in Part Three. I didn't like them bringing what? Sean Connery in. I didn't like that. What? Yeah, I didn't <laughs> like. He made a similar Sean awesome Connery in that. And I didn't know Sean Connery's Bond because I didn't watch it at that mm. age. Hmm. So I just, I heard, I'm like, why would you bring an old man into fucking Indiana Jones? It's a oh, fucking no, guy it's turning around. Maybe it ended up being good, but just the idea turned me off. So because mm. of that, I never, that just like, that's how I am. Just like the old West in Back to the Future 3. Good thing you've seen all those movies because I had not Because <laughs> it's saving our asses now, hopefully. Yeah, exactly. But, um, that's, I, I never watched it because I don't want the old West. You know, that's how I am. It's fuck. I, I don't know if, if other people are like that too, but if something just rubs me the wrong way, uh, like right off the bat that way, I just, I don't know. I can't watch it. Yeah. So, like, just like you, you said know, about me and the leprechaun Gold. series. Oh wait. Uh, yeah. But there's the reason for that. Yeah, <laughs> what about yeah. Curly's gold? <laughs> I never saw city slickers because that's a fucking, a Western based <laughs> thing. I'm not into Westerns. I have no interest in them. And I'm not into comedies involving the old West. Except Blazing Saddles. Yeah, what about Blazing He That's rode really... a Blazing Saddle. <laughs> Mel Brooks trumps it, I guess. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess well, that's what it is. Glad we got down the bottom of that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, feel like fortune cookie. Um, <laughs> so, uh, all right. So, yeah, let's talk about some of our favorites in the fucking uh, in the franchise, I guess. Now... Let's start with the biggest, baddest of all, fucking Jason Voorhees himself. Now, there's been almost, up until you get to, you know, old, hotter, 
pretty much a different guy or guys have played him in every installment or woman you know there, there's a chick played him in part two um and they all brought something <laughs> come on different. give give warranting gillette a break come on man. <laughs> <laughs> but i'm yeah no shit uh, <laughs> Although yeah, I don't, I'm, I don't like Dash either, solely for the fact that he changed his name to Dash. I think that's a that's a douchebag move. You know, any people what? that do that? It's like, yeah, it's like, like it's like Daskowitz or something like that. Okay, let that me just crazy. let me just wad up this fucking paper that I'm gonna change my name to Max Power. Okay, I guess I won't <laughs> be doing that. Dave's right? a dick. Um. <laughs> I am a dick, I guess. Fine. But, uh, no, you're not. But, but okay, I, so I do like Steve Dash a lot, specifically for the eye roll that I that I talked about in the fucking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I'm yeah. Sorry. When he gets that unfatal blow to the fucking his shoulder that you talked about, <laughs> that he could survive. <laughs> you know what? <sighs> if I could, if I would have seen this on Blu-ray. All oh, my, that's all, right. It wasn't that crisp. That's all right. my life. I probably would have thought differently about that and mm-hmm. hit a whole different. I can never even see what it was. I always thought it was a hook going to the back of a fucking pillow sack. That's what it looks like. When <laughs> show. It always looked weird to me. Now that I can clearly see it, yeah, I mm-hmm. hear you. That's a fucking. You're not getting up from that. <laughs> okay, so yeah, we got Steve Dash. We got uh, Pendulette or whatever in part two. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. I, I don't know. Can you even? count the fucking the guy in part one as a kid oh Ari Lehman yeah Ari Lehman yeah <laughs> I guess the guy you can. who is milking Friday the 13th for everything it's worth oh man oh dude uh, <laughs> did you happen I know you were busy today did you uh, happen... speaking of which he's on the phone right now we got him here for an interview <laughs> uh, doubt no it. yeah no shit <laughs> Jesus let me ask you this it's, it's off topic in a way did you happen to see that picture I put up on, on the group page today and it was a picture of yes. fucking pretty... Tell me that ahead. Doesn't it's 100% him. look like Ari Lehman? Oh, it's him. It's funny. Yeah. Isn't that fucked up? Anyway, that, okay. That, that post was so weird. It says Freddy versus Jason. I don't see Freddy anywhere. Um, it's got, uh, yeah, uh, Ari Lehman or whatever his name is on there. Fuck. In it's a got fucking red other... and green sweater. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. Um, all right, so... Oh. Yeah, I mean, he's not going to be our fucking favorite. I mean, what did he do? Nothing. Just looks stupid. Um, <laughs> uh, you got Ted White. You got, um, uh, I'm blanking Brooker. on, yeah, Brooker in part three. Sure, Man, yeah, I really, hmm, I really like Brooker. But, um, yeah, and then we got, uh, I mean, do you even count the guy, whoever played him in part five? I don't even know who did that. Who was it, do you Dick Wieland or, or was Dick Wieland Roy? Hmm. I don't know. I don't think we can really count. I mean, yeah, there was a, um, you know, Tommy Jarvis saw images of, you know, Jason. I guess you can count that as the real Jason or something like that. And that one looked good. I will say say that on record. I do like the way that Jason looked. I liked him better than the way, you know, C.J. Graham or some others have looked, so. He definitely looked good, but he also didn't have like a whoever the actor was didn't have a lot of um, body movements and stuff like that. Right, barely. Uh, you know, yeah, it was just some quick flashes. So, but yeah, the look of him looked great. So, yeah, I probably won't count that. Then we got um, what C.J. Graham, and then that other fatty. There, I guess there was two guys in part six, but 
C.J. Graham and then some unknown that they only brought in for that fucking paintballing scene. I think, I think it was Mahoney, actually, in that scene. <laughs> no, he was way too skinny. Come on. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> oh, man, fucking Mahoney. Email us back. We're getting them soon, buddy. That's okay. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, and then obviously you got Kane Hodder himself, which, you know, people fucking jizz in their pants over Kane Hodder, which, yeah, I, I, he's good. Don't get me wrong. He's good. But when you stack them all up, it, it, to me, all he's doing a lot is breathing a lot. You know what I mean? He's doing like, a, I don't know. He just, it's just different. You know what I mean? So he embolizes the second half of this series. Yeah, well, that's true. Mm-hmm. He really does, and then that, I don't know if that's a good thing necessarily or a bad thing, but it is what it is with with, with him, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, if we're picking favorites here, for me personally, I I mean it's tough because I like uh, what's his name Brooker in part three and Ted White in part four, but they both do something very different, and. I like the anger that Ted White brought to the character and the ferociousness that he did in part four. So my favorite, hands down, is definitely Ted White. Uh, Brooker was just more of a... uh, He was more calm and kind of sneaky kind of guy until the very end. You know what I mean? So, yeah, Ted White's my favorite. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, There you go. Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) Another match. Um... Yeah. Yes, and I do like Brooker as well, yeah. but I also uh, I have a just because of my sentiment for part 2 and how much I love the movie, unfortunately, and how I love Jason's look in that movie with the sack and the whole thing, uh, I'm also, you know, partial to, to to Dash as well. You know. Dash. Dash even though he changed his name. But uh he uh, I'm Max partial power. to that too. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> um, but what you know what it is? What I envision Jason when someone says Jason Voorhees, I always envision that scene when Ted White playing Jason kicks through the fucking door yeah. in mm-hmm. the final chapter in the climax and gets the TV dropped on his head or whatever. Yeah. Eventually, no, when he first kicks through the fucking oh, front door. Oh, okay, I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then breaking through and that whole thing. I, that's what I always picture, and I fucking love that about that. That's what's great about the the chase scene in um, in the final chapter. That's what that's one of the best things about that is that that whole, his performance. It just embodies Jason to me. When I think Jason Voorhees, I just think of of Ted White in the final chapter. That's just mm-hmm. the way it is. So, yeah, yeah, all mm-hmm. about it. All about it. Yeah. So, all right. Um, well, another thing you got to talk about in these series is the final girls. And cause this series has got a lot of classic ones. And I think, I think we're going to agree on this too, as far as our favorite one goes in the series, but let's just run them down. You got Alice, um, the, the meek, <laughs> Alice, the meek, I would call her. Uh, it's not a very strong character. I think she just got to the end by default. Uh, you got Jenny from part two. Uh, very strong character, uh, very intelligent. Uh, you got was Chris from Part Three, yep. who was a little bit more frazzled, but uh, I thought she did a great job. 
really. Yeah. Um, and then part four and five, you get a little weird because there's multiple people at the end. It's not just like right. a final girl. So it's like, to me, I don't even really count those because, yes, there's a girl in there. And but, you know, part five has got Tommy Jarvis, Reggie the Reckless, and then that blonde who I don't even know who her fucking name is. So I don't know. If yeah. You really count those. It's kind of. But you're right. Um, and that's what part. That's the one. That's why I had that one negative on on the final mm-hmm. chapter. It yeah. introduced the kid into it, and that was the end of the final girl. There was three Friday the Thirteenth that had final girls, and that was it. So, you're right. Yeah. And they became and... partners. Fucking <laughs> somebody <laughs> else. We got to team up. Let's double team, Jason. <laughs> um, it lost the steam, don't you think? The, do you agree with me on the final girl, and then you know the change of it. Uh, that, with what? That it's you know that the change of uh, the final girl to adding somebody in it. Don't you think it, it took? Oh, it doesn't from work. It? it doesn't work because then you can always see there's safety in numbers. It's right. got to be somebody alone. That's the you know that's why every time people die in these movies, it's one at a time when they're by themselves. They might have a lover with them, but they usually split up. You know, one's in the shower, one's you know in the bed or something. So. Um, yeah, and then in part six, your final girl is Tommy Jarvis. Um, <laughs> then part you. seven, you got uh, Psycho Hosby's Carrie, whatever her name is. I can't remember. But Tina. that – Tina, right. But, I mean, you can't deny uh, – to me, this was a cool confrontation in part seven. And yes. her being the final girl, I loved it. I still love it. I think it's great. Uh, but a lot of people don't like it because they think it's – because there's a, f- a different fantasy element about it now, as opposed to just a crazed silent killer. Now there's a girl who can do seemingly anything, so it just takes him out of it. I think it's cool. I do too. And this series is there's all kinds of shit that defy reality in the series. Oh yeah, yeah it isn't possibly. like yeah, you know what I mean. They didn't go a hundred percent overboard and like all of a sudden turn Jason into a fucking um, you know jumping bodies. You know, <laughs> there's this later. worm inside of him that, you know, yeah. uh, creates evil. And yeah, so um, and then again, in part eight, you got two people. So to me, that doesn't fucking count. Yeah. So, you know, I, to me, it's undeniable because of the strength of the climax and the intelligence of the final girl. It's fucking Jenny from part two definitely the way she manipulates a fucking retard you know and shit like that uh it, it just works so well i think it's great you want to ring the bell <laughs> ding, ding dave i can do this show by myself go take a nap i got i got all your shit written down right here this is crazy yeah so yeah oh yeah jenny of course you gotta love hmm. the fucking climax you gotta love the fucking the final confrontation. It's epic to me. The fucking the conversation. The, well, not conversation because Jason's not talking, but confrontation. <laughs> mama, <the> end. <laughs> mama, you're not my mama. She right there. <laughs> anyway, that scene is fucking to me. Yeah, it's just one of those undeniable classic scenes in, in horror cinema. Um, yeah, what else is there to talk about as best subs in the series? I mean, if we're talking about final girls, you got to talk about hottest girls. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because there's quite a few. Obviously, this series is known for having, you know, young teenagers, you know, fornicating and such. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, um, okay, let's talk about it. You got the ones that come to mind to me. I think, Chris, I think the chicks in part three are collectively the hottest chicks. Um, and I don't even know their name, but I think Chris is hot. I think the uh, there's like two other brunettes in that movie, right? They're both fucking hot. Um, oh, you got Vera. That's what you got. Yes. That's, to me, yeah, she's Vera, the highlight that's, of, of the movie. Matter yes, of that's fact, what I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. Everybody's into the, the, the – I don't know what it is about me, but I, I've heard many people say that about part three chicks and I don't like any of them particularly except <laughs> except Vera. Chris well, is and okay. The, and the, the, the burnout else? what's that? <laughs> the burnout chick? I don't I can't remember their name. No, but... I don't like the burnout chick and I don't like the pregnant chick. It, it, like oh, I said, are you kidding me? Chris is average and uh and Vera's uh, hot. But hmm. I don't All know. Right. That that's so, the way I, that's the what I've always thought. I don't know. You got you got them to me part one had uh, nothing going. On. I mean, no, Marcy. You... I like Marcy. Yeah, Marcy's all right. Yeah, she's, I, she's hot. You go for Annie's, uh, you know, preteen look because she looks real <laughs> <Yeah>. young. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. Oh man. Um. Oh yeah. So who else is there? Part four. Uh, the Voorhees. Shit, the Voorhees mom, for that matter. The, the not, Voorhe- not Voorhees. Uh, Voorhees, Jarvis. Who, yeah, Jarvis, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Mrs. Jarvis, yeah, she she's doable, sure. Not as doable as fucking Trish, but no, yeah. No, yeah. But yeah. just that, imagine, that's that, a Jarvis imagine that combo, right. That's the fucking Jarvis sandwich. I don't know if anyone's ever used that joke on a podcast. The Jarvis sandwich. <laughs> that, that's one to be in. But if Writing it down now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But one more, the twins. The twins are hot, too. Twins. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that might have the hottest ones. We didn't bring any trunks. Yeah, you're right. Oh. I think you're right about that. Mm-hmm. Out of yeah. the Paramount movies, anyway. Right. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, we're not even talking Freddy yeah. vs. Jason. Um, okay, so what else are we on? Five definitely has got a fucking a big one. Mm-hmm. And in in two ways, right? Um, right. Whatever her name is, her real name is Voorhees. I forget yeah. her character's name. Tina, um, another yeah. Tina. And I'll there tell you go. what: two of the I think two of the top five hottest chicks in the series are named Tina. But we'll get to that next. <laughs> Boom. Um, well, then you got Tina from Part Seven, right? Is that who you're yes, referring you to? Yes, you do. Yeah, yeah. Yep. She's a cutie patootie. Um, uh, but the other chick. That's worth a damn in there is just such a bitch. Oh my god. Yeah, that, but that's a that, turn off for me. Is it really? Yeah. Not not for me, not from a sexual standpoint. I, I always <laughs> had a, a sexual attractiveness to him just because you just want to fucking get them and put them in their place. That that's mm-hmm. part of what Yeah, it is. I guess you're right. Yeah, I've always had that thing about about bitches. And certainly bitches. wouldn't want to date one. But yeah, you know, mm-hmm. not not on a serious tip, but you know, just to freaking take it, you know, whatever, just to hook up with once, whatever you want to call it. But anyway, I digress. Bitches ain't shit, but hoes and tricks. <laughs> Suck on the nuts and eat the dick. All right. Um. Oh, uh, so yeah, part five, part seven had a couple girls. Part eight. Uh. Yeah. 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 Part eight. I see. I don't know any of these characters' names, but part eight there was definitely a couple. Well, I mean. 
uh, he had that the bitchy blonde again who tried yeah. to sleep with the professor or whatever. Yeah, and, Tam, uh, she was hot. And her friend, her friend was pretty, pretty good. Oh, too. Uh, Kelly Hugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kelly Hugh. Yeah, um, not as hot as the girl in the beginning though on the boat. Really? Think oh, so? Oh yeah. Oh, mm. she's exotic looking. Yes. Mm. Yeah. I don't know what her um ethnicity is, but yeah, she's got she's got it going on. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but for me personally, I can't get enough of Terry from part two in the Mickey Mouse shirt and those shorts when she gets the slingshotted ass at, I mean, you say she's a butterface, but that's yeah. um, To me, she is a little bit, I mean, not. Not in the grand scheme of things, no. But she's got a ten body with like um. She's uh, got an eleven. A six <laughs> face, right, right. But to me, like, but with like a six face. I'd say eleven and an eight. I'd say how that works. Nice. Yeah. So to me, oh man, Whew. if I if I had to choose out of all of them, and there's quite a few, I'm going with that. And maybe it's primarily because of her outfit, you know. But hey, oh yeah, it does look that's, good. That's that's yeah, that's selling me right there. So. I'm not denying. Yeah, yeah. She, she's hot. I'm not denying. She's she's definitely hot. Can't. I'm not stupid. <laughs> you know, yeah, she, she's good to go. But I went with that girl, Miss Voorhees herself. Fucking Debbie Sue Voorhees, Tina from Part Five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she brought the big guns. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the funny thing is, I'm not even a tit guy. Don't, yeah. I, I'm an ass man. Believe it or it's not. Be, it's because of her loose morals, right? Dave and her eagerness to please. Well, her well that's part of it, but her, her body's <laughs> tight. Her body's tight. She's stacked, obviously, and she's got a, a, a cute face. I just mm-hmm. think, um, as far as you know, package and and I'll tell you, I, I that was a, that was a part of my childhood. That fucking sex scene with her. I, that, that's all I'm gonna say. I, 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 I pretty much gonna... know that fucking sex scene. Uh, you know, <laughs> backwards and forwards, up and down, yeah, yeah. sideways and and wonkaways. Um, I thought you were gonna go with the black chick from part seven. I don't even find her hot. <laughs> I don't. Dave. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> I'm joking, Dave. You know what? <laughs> well, the girl she... part eight's a little. Uh, yeah, you know what? She's okay. She's okay. She's kind of cute, but. The the was the black chick and I mean were there black people in any of these before part seven? I'm trying to think. Oh, Reggie the Reckless and Demon and the, and and the Demon girl, and the and, girl. And, oh, and now she I forgot about her. Yeah, she's, she's a good one. Yeah, she is a good one, and I also yeah. forgot about her. I like to go mm-hmm. watch her town. Hmm. <clears throat> if there's gonna be a change, it'll be at the anniversary show. I'll come out and say it. I'm gonna watch five now and. <laughs> because yeah, not that I'm looking back on it, but it's been so long since I've seen it, and I just her her part is so brief, I forgot about it. Only reason I thought of it now, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, there was black people in that movie, but you know, two of them were on the screen for fucking five minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, and and Reggie speak- was still there. Whatever, Reggie. Um, yeah, <laughs> he could he just sucked. removed him from that oh, movie he, altogether. Oh, he sucked. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of part five, the It's Showtime girl, it's Showtime. Mm-hmm. She is definitely a cutie, but uh, she's dropped down a million notches because she's willing to fuck that fucking greasy, bald head, coked up dude in the, in the muscle car or whatever. <laughs> Ugh, gross. <laughs> and snow flurries. Yeah. Up your nose. And then he God. goes, 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that scene just because of that, that part there. But That's so stupid. I don't like the shape of her head. The fucking chick. It's showtime. <laughs> she's got a long head like a fucking like a, a, a coke bottle head. Remember the long coke bottle? The cone the, head. The glass ones from the the eighties and the seventies, the old days. Those, mm-hmm. those those sixteen ounce fucking yeah, like long picture. Like everybody else has like a regular coke can now. She's got like a fucking <laughs> long coke bottle fucking face. She looks at the chicken fucking. Uh, uh, no one's gonna know, but you might. Banana Rama, remember that band? <laughs> yeah, of course. A, okay. it's got banana in it. I know, right? But uh, she had that long fucking coke bottle face too, and this chick looks like her to me. Hmm. So, yeah, it's a cruel so fucker, cruel summer. <laughs> yeah, so fucker. Leaving me here on my own. <laughs> what was it? Always people? reminds me of Karate Kid. Uh, Manic yes. Monday, maybe. No, that's the Bangles, dude. Oh, no. is it? Okay. Banana Rama. I, I don't know. I'm your Venus. Was that? that? Yes, that's it. <laughs> and that was a cover, but still. Yeah. It was. Got it yeah. Top. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. So shit. Um. All right. So we're, we've been talking about people. Now let's talk about uh, uh an act of violence. What you know? Favorite kills in the? I mean, this series is built upon killing people essentially and creating suspense surrounding that so uh let's talk about some of these kills and, and maybe which ones are our favorites um there's a lot uh, you talked about the chick from part five her and the garden shears to her face is incredible i love that i love the whole uh combo with it with her and the other guy too and the fucking leather strap whatever that is like his belt or something uh that's definitely good i mean you got classic beheadings uh, you know, oh. you got uh, just countless stabbings and uh, not too many bludgeonings, though. But you got some. <laughs> got you got you got a couple strangulations, mostly stabbings slash impalements. Um, he doesn't get real crazy until like after at six and on. I'd say that's when like the crazy, you know, dismemberment kind of shit starts happening like um uh you know he takes the guy's arm off at the beginning of part six and, and some stuff like that up but, until but that ironically point, but ironically uh, right it got more violent but you saw less the stuff you saw in the mm-hmm. earlier films it wasn't as ridiculous but you got to see fucking real gore you know so i guess yeah. they kind of substituted one with the other well we can't show gore so let's get as crazy and creative with the kills mm-hmm. as we can to, to give them some type of bang for their buck with the where they used to get gore, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm, and the man himself has a body count like no other. That, that's all you could say. Fuck. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and isn't it crazy? I mean, I know we're talking about the original eight movies, but, you know, Jason X has the highest body count of any of these movies. It just blows out of the way. But every there's nothing. There's one. I dare you to, to find more than two memorable kills out of it. You got the face smash with the, you know, the yeah. uh, the liquid nitrogen or whatever that was. And then probably the hologram deck kill. You know, other than that, they all fucking just, you know. I remember the one because it has fucking terrible CGI. When that guy's spinning around on that fucking thing, you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? He was impaled on something and he spun mm-hmm. around. That's what I remember. Yeah. That shit. And, of course, the face smashing. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I mean... <clears throat> 
it's got a hell of a body count this series. Like I said, Jason said, nobody else fucking really comes close to the other horror icons. So that's one no. thing about it, you know? Yeah, no, not at all. Um, but, I mean, we were sitting down specifically to pick out our favorites. And, you know, it was tough. I was looking at a complete list. And after you read through the first three movies, it just starts <laughs> to blur together of uh, he gets stabbed, uh, slit throat. Uh, stab, slit throat, you know, it's like, okay, it's pretty, okay, gotcha, not much variety. But one stood out to me that always makes me simultaneously cringe and excited. And, you know, it's like a fist-pumping kind of thing. And that's the fucking hand-walking asshole in part three who gets fucking split in half. That to me is a fucking winner, dude. Every time, I just love that one. And there's other fun ones, you know, but that one, because of the nature of it, because of the direction of the, you know, of the machete and stuff like that, and the aftermath of it all, is probably my favorite. You're probably gonna say one that is gonna make me think otherwise, but I love that one. So. You know, there's not, that's a good pick, and a lot mm-hmm. of people love that pick. Yeah, I, for some it. reason, I always have had trouble comprehending exactly what took place. It looks like the, the knife comes down one way, and then his body goes another, and then later on you see his body, and it's something else. Uh, for whatever reason, my eyes didn't pick up on that like it mm-hmm. did most other people's. I don't know why. I wish it did. I feel like I'm missing out on something. But mm-hmm. <laughs> um Mine is actually kind of basic. It's basic, but I love it. It, it, I knew that it was going to come from part one or part four. I had a good feeling because Savini, and it's just because I I love the gore. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? It's just, you know. So my kill was actually simple, but fucking, to me, it's beautiful. It's a great fucking kill, and it also makes me cringe, but it's actually the first on-screen kill we get in the whole series. It's fucking the the throat slit to Annie in part one. Oh well, that's not the first one, but yeah, on screen the other two disappear. They don't really count. You know, they white it out. You go, oh, we we were just messing around, right? And then, you know, and then they just go off. You don't really see it. It's the the first ever on screen kill that we ever see. Well, I'd say you see the guy get stabbed, but I mean, whatever. We're not here to argue. So oh, yeah, okay. Annie, <laughs> you're no, you're right. And we talked about this um, quite a bit. The throat slashing. To uh, to me, just all nine, most of the time, it just gets me. It fucking works, you oh. know. It and and hers definitely it looks great. And that guy, the asshole in part two, who's hanging upside down, uh, and he gets oh. his throat. That's a good one too. They're th- those are usually top notch in the series. You know what? That could have been the top if they fucking if, if they got away with the gore in that movie. Yeah, yeah, that was cut a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what makes this Annie and everything about part 1 in particular and and final chapter fucking they they stand out because like I, I said it before, Savini number 1 he's the man, but number 2 he doesn't seem to get censored much. I don't know why, but it you know, 2 and 3 he wasn't in them and they were censored but he comes back for 4 and, and they're showing real, real gore again, you know? So Yeah. It's mm-hmm. strange but that that's what happens. But I was thinking of the end of part. I like. I, I think part one is great for the gore. That's why I have it. It's one of the reasons why I have it a, a step below, one notch below number two. I think it's mm-hmm. the best gore effects of the series. So, mm. and that you know, like I said, I guess it's simple, but I, it looks so realistic to me. And the way the blood looks and the cut, it's just fucking. 
it's just brutal, man. It really is. It's just mm-hmm. one of those, it just sticks with me. I thought about her head getting chopped off at the end. Pamela's head getting wiped off. Yeah, I thought about that as well. It's classic. Mm-hmm. It's fucking, mm-hmm. it, it, it's very good. Nowadays, now that I've seen it so many times and I've seen the things pointed out to me uh, from, from Savini about the toothpicks oh, yeah. being you there. The, you see the flaws. Yeah. And the man hands and things like that. It, it's lost a little bit of that. Maybe that's why. Maybe if I did the show before knowing all that information, hmm. you know. But anyway, I, I digress. Uh, it's Savini's the man, and that, and that's that's my kill. So you know what else I thought? How about hmm. Ted and the Corkscrew? I thought that was a great. That was that was in my top three. I yeah. tell you, it was um, uh, it, it was really the that because that one looks great, and it's a one-two punch. Yes. One, it's it's funny. You know, where's the corkscrew? Here's the fucking corkscrew. Mm-hmm. Bam. And then you think that's it. No, here's the fucking thing to the face. Bam. And and then cut, you know. So you just see it just long enough to where that, you know, you're just jolted immensely. Yeah, that's a great one. So, you know, he was a little bit censored then. I guess I could t- I bet in the final chapter there was a longer cut with Savini and that we saw more blood and maybe it went in a little further. You know what I'm saying? Because Savini does that type of shit. You yeah, know? but so, to to me, the, in that instance, it, it's good to cut, you know, because it's just so, you know, wham, bam, oh, and yeah. cut, you know, you don't want to linger on it too long, you know, like, for instance, uh, the chick in part, is it one or uh, two? I knew you were going to say that, Marcy with the ants in the head? Yes, yeah, yeah. then you see her, like, falling back and going, eh, it's yeah. like, all right, we get it, cut, you know, it's like... It does just doesn't work, you know. So it still looks um, good, but I but I knew what you were getting. Yeah, at. it goes on too long. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it does have its you know you know faults for yeah. doing that kind of stuff. Yeah, fair um, enough. So yeah, okay, that's cool. Um, all right, well, let's talk about um, uh, the final chase. That's always epic in these movies because you know the whole build up of it's it's usually. Um, Everyone's in the dark until you get to the f- final girl at the end of the movie. And there's always a chase at the end. And some are more prolonged and, than others, you know. Uh, but you got Alice versus Mrs. Voorhees in part one. That just it, that one is a start and stopper. If I've ever seen one, it's about 20-ish minutes or, or shorter. But it's like, okay, run, 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 stop. <laughs> oh, there she is. Okay, struggle. Okay, run, 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 run. Stop. Yeah. Okay, there she is. Struggle. They do that like three times, and so that that gets a little tiresome to me. But it's still it's still pretty good. Oh uh, yeah. Ma- mainly because payoff. because yeah, the ending and um, the chick who plays Pamela Voorhees just awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> um. But yeah, then you got Jenny Part Two, which is classic. You also got. Uh, Chris in part three. You got the chase in part four, which is really good. Even though it's got the kid there, that's a that's a really good one. Mm-hmm. Um, what else you got? You got the weird one in part five. This one, I don't know. Part five is weird because you got so many people, and again, it's like the whole safety and numbers thing going on. Yeah. You got Jarvis. You got the blonde. You got Reggie. Yep. You know, and and then you got a guy who's not even Jason. You know, so it's. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that one. Yeah, and, and then pump- in Jason, in, in part six, you got Jarvis and a blonde and fucking a bunch of kids. <laughs> Same oh, thing, yeah. and, and they, all they did was add kids to it, so it's even less fucking impactful. Yeah, yeah. 
Hmm. But yeah. seven had a chase. Say what you want about seven, but seven. Uh, um, that's why that's one of the reasons they're making it higher than than part eight. I don't like the chase in fucking eight at all. I don't like anything about that. No, list. that's garbage. Right. In fact, you know, people are. <coughs> I think I was talking about this before. Maybe it's on the Skeleton Crew show that's also coming out today on Friday thirteenth. But uh, the, once they get to New York, except for like a couple key moments, the entire quote unquote chase of it all is pretty bad. And and the climax of it, as we all know, is fucking garbage. So, or, or is it toxic waste? I don't know. Um, yeah. So okay. Um, and now, if we're gonna pick one of these chases that is above better than all the rest, this was really tough for me because I'm swaying between a couple of them, and you'll probably disagree with me. But I really love part two, particularly because. The look of Jason is is great. It's it's actually menacing, you know. And Jenny is so intelligent. And then, but my other one that I like is Part Three. Now it's not that great of a chase per se, but it's definitely the. <laughs> I, I guess maybe it shouldn't. I shouldn't count it because I'm mainly thinking about the next day stuff. That she's imagining, so I guess I can't really count it. You know, when he's in the window, and uh, you can count he, it. Why can't he comes you count running it? out that door because it doesn't really happen. So who gives a fuck? Who knows what really happens? Look yeah, at, look at part two. Yeah, who knows if wrecked. that really happened? The fucking yeah. bust out at the end with the window. Fucking you know? muffin or muffy or yeah, <laughs> yeah, muff, right. <laughs> <laughs> um so but you know i do love that because that as a kid that image of him looking at her through the window with his bloody face and his fucking his fucking you know um what, what's he sloth he looks like sloth pretty much <laughs> yep um that image of him smiling at her stuck with me for so long and it was in the daylight of him just coming out at her freaked yeah. me out for as a kid that was probably the only time that i really got freaked out but as far as like the actual best chase goes, I'm going to have to go with part two just because of, well, what I said earlier. Um, uh, to me, that's the best chase. And then part four is definitely coming up close behind that. <clears throat> yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised mm-hmm. at all that you picked number two. Yeah. And um, there, there's good reason for it. And uh, <laughs> I'm also not surprised what you said about part three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so that didn't surprise me at all. Uh, part two is almost kind of the obvious choice, um, but I'm I'm honestly going with part three. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah awesome. I count that all. That was my introduction to the series as I, as I got into, de- into detail on the other thing. So I'm always going to hold it in high regard. The first time I ever saw any of this shit, the reason I'm here, the reason fucking I'm a horror fan, everything everything got kicked off at that moment. So yeah, I have to fucking admit that some nostalgia is obviously going to play a part in my decision is that. But all that aside, yeah, it, it really got me, but for, it got me for a reason. It was fucking great, and it was scary. She hangs him, and he fucking comes back, and then all that shit, then she buries the fucking axe in his head, and then when he's in the window, holy fuck, because you mm-hmm. know me, I don't like it. I have issues with the fucking deformities. So that added, <laughs> that added to it that he looked that way. That I saw that, and then he had the blood on his face, and he was doing that. And the first time I saw that, I thought it was real. And I was in the boat with her. 
You know what I mean? That's the way I felt. I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I was fucking, and that's why. So, and then Mrs. Voorhees jumping out at the end, which, you know, people debate about, but it was still one more fucking camper at the end when I thought the movie's over, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So I, I'm really into it. It's not too long. The shit earlier, even when she's in the car and that stuff. And I, I'm completely on board for like the last 15 minutes. I love it. And that's not to say I don't love what happens in part two. I love I love the chase in part two and it's my favorite movie. It's you know whatever. Um, so I can't take away from that. That part two chase was a little bit like what you saw in part one, mm-hmm. but, yeah, but, it was. but condensed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But right. The ideas were the same, and I'm not knocking it for it. And if I wasn't so in love with fucking you know the part three chase, then part two would be my pick. But you know, yeah. Hmm. That's what cool. I got. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. You're right. That just I I like part three. Yeah. It definitely has its problems and stuff like that, but it's got a lot of good stuff too. So yeah. And not everybody should shit on that. No, no, um, no. In the final chapter, let me say my only problem with that is, like I said earlier, because Jarvis is there because they got to mm-hmm, sit there. Right. But it's still a great, great fucking chasing. It's mm-hmm. probably better than fucking. Yeah. It's right up there. You know. Yeah, and a lot of that is because of Ted White. He's the man. Yeah. Um, you know what? I I want somebody out there to find an image. Surely it's been done of a midget dressed like Jason Voorhees. I don't know why it's just popped in my head, but if somebody has access to a picture or photograph like that, or maybe even an artist's rendition, please post it on our group page because I want to see that. Go to Facebook, uh, you know, uh, you know, our banana ways a group and, uh, put, put it there, you know, and put my name on it. You know, I want to make sure I see this shit. No, wait, uh, is it going to be a deformed midget? Well, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Holy I mean, ma- maybe he's in makeup, you know, but, uh, see, yeah, you're trying to, you're, you're trying to have us defeat our fucking, our phobia yes. by putting them yes. in a Jason costume. Cause we're so relatable to Jason. Correct. So you got nice. a deformed midget dressed as Jason. And right. we have to <laughs> confront that as grown men. <laughs> oh, that's too much. <laughs> uh, right on. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. So, yeah. Uh, happy Friday the 13th. You know, I, I hope this was satisfying enough for you. But, uh, you know, so, but definitely check out the Skeleton Crew show. I'm sure you already did before you listen to this because that conversation was phenomenal dave and i were both on that and it's incredible so that's a great show check it out yeah yeah. Um, epic shit man (laughs) big shit but yeah this is this is go ahead i'm sorry because i'm no 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 i didn't have anything else to say oh i'm just excited i'm just excited because of what day it is yeah and that show and uh, the fact that it's june 13th and it's a full moon and it's a fucking full moon it's not happening again oh man yes so mm-hmm. that's kind of cool. And the horophilia turns five today. So congratulations on that. Jason and fucking, you know, all that shit. It's Jason's birthday. Not Jason Lloyd, Jason Voorhees. This is mm-hmm. the day they had him being born. And June 13th is when part one fucking debuted. Yada, yada, yada. It's a huge day. So we sang a little bit on the uh, on the skeleton crew, actually. Um, 
Yeah. Well, I can't. I won't spoil it. You probably heard that before this. I mean, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. What's let's, not bullshit? Let's be guys. realistic. Here. They're the better show. You know, we just happen to be on it. Yeah, I like to <laughs> lie to myself and say, well, I mean, we were on it. Maybe that's why they listened to it. That's not a lie. We were on it. That's why it's the best show today. See? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, we said it over the top. Sure. I'm just teasing. Um, They're the best. They're the best. They know. Yeah, um. So I'm going to bust into one more song. Hold on. So, all right. We can't sing what we sang on the other show, so we're going to sing this. And this has never been sung before on radio, so just uh, – deal with it guys okay all right <clears throat> in honor of jason here we go one two three for he's a jolly good fellow jason for he's a jolly good fellow for he's a jolly good fellow which nobody can destroy right. which nobody can destroy which nobody can destroy He's out! Wazelle, don't you remember? Remember, Wazelle. Wazelle, remember. Remember. Seven PM is coming up. Those guys will fucking be here soon. I've gone ahead and started the DeLorean in case we have to get out of here in a fucking hurry. Yep, yep. Good thinking, buddy. It's a good damn thing we decided to move the fucking lounge downstairs when we remodeled it. Yeah, no shit. Now we're right next to the garage and this will be a lot easier. Plus this is a much bigger lounge than when we first started, in case you didn't notice. What do you think? After we get home and we win a few of those bets, we can turn this place into like the laser palace? <laughs> that sounds fucking great. I just right. hope this all works out, dude. As a matter of fact, I think maybe we should just go now. I mean, fuck Mahoney and Pete. I mean, really, we're going to be rich. Who the fucking cares if they... Oh, f- come on. You're Mahoney and... I want to get Mahoney and Pete. All right. Oh, what the fuck now? And we were almost done. How are we going to get this show out in time for Friday the 13th? We're going to have to start all fucking over. We lost our fucking power. I can't fucking believe this. We, we stuck around here just to do this show. Now no one's going to fucking get to hear it. Hand me that lighter, will you please? Let's just go. Dave, there's someone in this room. Ah, come on, let's just get to the car. Dave, there's someone in this fucking room. It's Pete! Fuck, watch out, he's got a pitchfork. Mahoney! Are you serious? Ah! Fuck, you fuckers set us up. 
Matt, throw me that laser gun. Yeah, I'll get on it in a second. I got my fucking hands full of bother over here. Wait, wait. I got it, I got it. Fuck you, Pete. See you in hell, motherfucker. Fuck. Mahoney's gone. Shit. Is Pete dead? I shot him six times. What do you think? There's Mahoney headed towards the garage. Fuck, man. Come on. Don't let him get away. Let's go. He's going to get to that time machine. Come here, motherfucker. Damn, Wazelle. I didn't know you had it in you. Come here. Hold him up for a second. It's my turn. I want to shoot you so bad. My dick's hard. But I won't. I'm just going to fucking punch you. All right. Come on. Let's go. No, no, come on, let's take him with us. I'm not, I'm, we're, I'm, fuck that, I'm not through with him yet. Dude, it's a DeLorean. How the fuck are the two of us plus that fat asshole gonna fit? I don't give a fuck. Let, let's, let's stuff him in here before he regains consciousness. Come on. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Set it to the June 24th for the one-year anniversary. Fuck, I'm glad I thought to put the almanac in the glove box. Fuck, Mahoney, give me that. You just had to say that out loud, didn't you, Dave? Ah, fuck. Give it to me, you son of a bitch. He's fucking eating it. Come on, man, give it here. Matt, help me roll up his windows. He's gonna chuck the fucking thing out. No! No! Ah, fuck! That fucking asshole threw it out the fucking window. Oh, this studio is great, man. I can't believe how big it is. There's so many rooms. What's through here? I'm a messenger of God. What the fuck? What the fuck? Who are you? You're doomed if you stay here. Okay. This place is cursed. Cursed. Why would you say that, dude? We're just trying to do a show. It's got a death curse. Cursed? Like that shitty Craven movie? God sent me. What? That's it. Goodbye, you fat fuck. I got to warn you. You're doomed if you stay. We have a show to do, asshole. Go! No thanks, man. Go! No thanks. Get out of here, fucker. We got a show to do, cursed or not. Yeah, don't let the door hit you in the vagina on your way out. Holy shit. Can you believe that guy? Yeah, but do you think he might be telling the truth? Probably. I could have told you the show was cursed before we got here. We don't need clearly what's a cabin in the woods ripoff to tell us that. You're right, dude. Let's go to work.
up, fuckers, and welcome to Banana Laser. This is Matt, or Wazell if you're nasty, and with me, as always, is the kissable, the fuckable, the bangable Dave Z. What the fuck is up, Dave Z? <laughs> you're too kind. Hey, what's going on, brother? Yeah, what is going on? This is Banana Laser, so uh, show number one, so yeah. Yeah. Rock and roll, man. We got a good show uh, lined up for you guys. So, uh, fuck yeah, let's let's get into this, man. Yeah. So we're going to talk today about a movie called Motel Hell from 1980. The tagline is: "It takes all kinds of critters to wait." Dave, hang on a second. You okay? You you got to pee or something? No, man. It's not that. Doesn't it seem like familiar or something? Like we've done this before. Hmm, what the fuck? You know what? Yeah. I felt a little weird. I felt like it was deja vu or my nerves or, or, or something. I don't know. No, man. You didn't say hey yo when I introduced you. Hey yo. Hey yo? Hey yo! Holy fuck, was that what happened to us? Now you've got it, dude. Shit. Oh. Oh. Shouldn't that guy in the closet have been Crazy Ralph? Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait. Mahoney! What the fuck is going on? Did you set the machine for June 24th? Yeah, Dave. Yes, of course I did. It's our first year anniversary. Well, what the fuck? How could this be? This can't be our first episode all over again. This makes no sense. Dave, I don't know, but it. look, here, let me show you. Right here, I set the time for June 24th, 2013. <laughs> fuck! You, you fucking moron. Jesus. Come on, man. <laughs> all right, all right, fuck. Here, let's get back in. Let's get back to the future. You find Mahoney and let's get out of here. We can't be fucked with the space-time continuum like this. One time, no chorus. That story goes, one day in 1957, Jason drowns at the young age of 11. The counselors ain't hear nothing, they were too busy fucking. He gasped for his last breath, trying to reach for something. That was all they saw, this kid was reported drowned. They searched Crystal Lake, but his body was never found. Mom broke down and cried, her only son died. Why little Jason, that's all she had in her life. Mommy just snapped, she said, I'm getting him back. Time heals all wounds, but she never could adapt to the fact her baby boy is never coming back. Those two responsible assholes, they better watch the back. But they didn't, they're dead, their bodies are laying in the mud. I'd like to welcome you all to Camp Blood. It's only time they find out what it's all about. Now it's time, it's lights out, and no one's getting out. Paul would like you all to gather around the fire. He just spit the legend, didn't know he was a liar. Jason's back with a hole in the sack. And he's got his eye on the pack and knack. Grab your pot, slingshot, pop him in the asses. No matter how hot these bitches, they don't get no passes. So forget the perfume, you're spraying down your pants. As the spear goes through you in the middle of your dance. Skinny dips with hot chicks, drinking at the bars. Almost getting laid in wheelchairs, you won't live to see the scars. No one's gonna heal, this is the real deal. You won't get out alive, you won't believe the pain you will feel. Shit, I ain't gonna lie. 3D, OG, now everybody's raving. Shit's coming right at me, going to Higgins Haven. Oh damn, now wait a minute, did Jason shave his head with a pick? What do you mean the end of part two was a dream? That shit was epic! Chocolate donuts, drinking some Sunny D. Harold, your great pants are too tight. No, not on you, you asshole. Jason! Jason. Yes, Jason! He took that shit last night! 
There goes Shelly again, acting like a dick. Stop playing games. How you expect to fuck the, the Spanish, Spanish chick? chick? I'll say one good thing about my boy Shelly. He proved he got some guts inside that belly. But shit, oh shit, he pissed off a bunch of bikers. They tracked him down, poured gas around, loco and fox. Where are the fucking lighters? We got harpoons and handstands walking down the halls. Boy, you want to mess around, you're getting slipped between the balls. Everyone likes this one because Jason got, got his mask. mask. Chris hanged him, killed him. Whoa, wait, oh shit. Whoa, not, not so, so fast. fast. Let's cut the crap and then this rap in the final, final chapter. chapter. Let's cut to the twins and the douchebag trying to get him plastered. But first I'm pissed. This thing called me a dead fuck. But Ted, I dated Betty. You know I got my dick sucked. Let's roll back two movies ago. Remember Sandra from part two? Well, time to meet her brother. Tommy took him right into his bedroom. And guess what? He didn't even introduce this guy to his mother. What? No one realized Jason wasn't dead? Rob came to kill him, but he got killed instead. So much for avenging your sister's death, homie. Dude's down in the basement yelling, He's killing me! Jimbo, it's in limbo. You might not get this chick's pants. Oh yeah, go show this girl you can dance. Corkscrews, we lose. Jason's always the winner. Tommy can't save us, right? Look, he's just a beginner. No, this boss was upstairs shaving his head. Picked up the machete, one swing, and Jason's dead. Damn, dude, Jason's dead. Sliding down that machete like his head was a sled. The skeleton crew. Check us out. Horrorphilia.com, theskeletoncrew.net.